Welcome to Straxidol, a world of water, wonder, and wacky adventures awaits you here. But like any good buccaneer, you best be prepared for what awaits ya. This live actual play podcast is recorded by friends on Discord and is published for fun and your listening pleasure. I am your host, Sunshine, and I will be your shipmaster for the evening. This tabletop game is currently being played using D&D's 5e rules in my own homebrew set. Since this is a live recording, some vulgar language may crop up during the course of our adventures, so listeners are advised to watch out for the language and adult themes that may arise from time to time. Avast, me hearties. It's time to see what the Undying Isles have in store for you. Enjoy. There we are. We are now recording game in session. Okay, so at the conclusion of the last session, Astra dropped her glamour and showed her true colors. And at that moment, Marilyn and uh, Calypso were both directly looking at her. Uh, Calypso is the one who got hit with the inky, like, blast disappearing thing. Um, and you did see that she did not look like a sea elf anymore. She looked like herself, which is, uh, I have termed a fallen sea elf. Corrupted magic, sea witch kind of thing with tentacles instead of legs, along with legs. And then, um, you know, she disappeared. Uh, the bridge went with her. Apparently, it was an illusion. So, like, it didn't fall or crack or collapse or anything. Nugget did his job. He was holding it up. It just didn't exist anymore after <laughs> she left. Um, and as she left, a sea hag and a water elemental appeared. So we're going to start out with initiative. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, let me see if I can add turn. Hang on. Son of a shit biscuit. Let's see. Gar got a 21. Very nice. And then. That is, that is not a good. Vidar got a 20. Okay. And then, yeah, you got a six. Okay. And then everyone else who's hard rolling, let me know what you got. Looks like Calypso has an 8. She was able to roll on. Uh, I didn't see the 8 in the dice rolls section here for that. And I don't see it in roll 20 either, so I don't know where they rolled. Unless it's in the log. Oh, yeah. Why did it not show up in the, the roller for me? Okay, that's fine. 8. Uh, I, got a, okay. I got a 14 on the dice, plus my initiative is 2, so that's 16. Yep. Let me go grab my dice over. Okay. Harry's gonna grab their dice. I had a horrible roll. Yeah. Three. I mean, at least you get a plus three. Yeah, but... Like, you have a higher bonus than than Gar and Krudak, but yeah. If it stays that way, it's gonna be a horrible fight for Merwin. Let's roll the initiative for the monsters. Okay, cool. Uh, This is the fight that I think was, might be trouble because we have across the chasm we have Krudak and Nugget. Um, Gar has been helped up on the edge. Vidar, Harry, and Calypso are kind of thrown into the corner and Merowen standing where he is is very close to the Z-Hag on the water elemental. So uh, yeah. Pretty boy gonna, gonna be getting hit a lot. <laughs> yeah probably. If I may, My uh, poor baby. did I take any damage from that inky blob thing? I had it push you back, 
-hmm. but I didn't have it deal any damage to you. Okay. Just a second. Okay, I'm back. All right. Yeah, the way I think about it is that Aster probably didn't even perceive you as a threat, and it's just like, gee, get away from me, tiny thing. Tiny little twat thing. Yeah. 13 on the die, so 17. 17, very nice. Calypso coming for her. Mm. <laughs> okay, 17. So let's start there. So Gar gets to go first. Very nice. Holy crap. Uh... Bonus action rage. Uh, my movement is still only 30 feet, but uh, that'll still put me in front of this siren. The sea hag. Sea hag. And it's going to be a claws rage again. Okay. And I guess the sea hag would have appeared in its normal appearance, right? We didn't rest, did we? Yes, we did. We yes, did. we did. We did a long rest in between, yes. Okay. We rested before before we crossed the bridge. I knew that, like my character sheet was right, but I just like doubted it. Like first hit was a <laughs> yeah, we did a long rest a and a level 16. up, so we should be at level four. Yep. Oh, yep. Sorry. First um, it was a sixteen. Okay, that does hit. However, sorry, I just realized there's a thing that I wasn't accounting for for the sea hag. Okay. Row. The sea hag has horrific appearance. Um. Any humanoid that starts its turn within 30 feet of the hag and can see the hag's true form must make a DC-11 wisdom saving throw. Uh, unless the target is surprised or the revelation of the hag's true form is sudden, the target can avert his eyes and avoid making the initial saving throw. And then, yeah, Yay, so, so, so I need to roll, yeah? Uh, yeah who's, in, who's in range of the sea hag? Let's everyone but Krudak. Yep, everyone but Krudak. <laughs> Okay, so wisdom save. Yeah, wisdom save needs oh, to be this, 11. Oh, this is not looking good. <laughs> no, Gar's fine. Say, I was going to say, I believe you might have advantage because of your rage, but I'm not entirely sure. What do I need to hit? 11. <laughs> I fail. Oh, no. 6 plus 4 is 10. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's better than my end of a 9. With an eight plus one. Uh, let's see. On a failed save, the creature is frightened for one. Oh no, for a minute. Uh, but you can try again at the end of your next turn. I rolled a nat one. Oh no! Our oh. whiz characters did so bad. Oh no! So, Vidar, what what scary story does this sea hag remind you of? Because this is primal. This is like. I am a child seeing my boogeyman brought to life level of fear for you. Hmm. Is this the, like, the, hey, if you get too close to the cliff, like, the, the sea hag will get you to kind of thing? And yeah. and I'm standing on the edge of a precipice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, you're, you're frozen in fear. Uh, Calypso, what did you roll? What's your wisdom say? Not twenty. And that twenty wisdom oh, save. Geez. Yeah. No, Calypso I'm is angry. focused. She's <laughs> angry. <laughs> angry and focused. Uh, because that's a natural twenty, I will give you the option to uh, use a bonus action to basically slap either Perry or Vidar, who have become stunned in silence. Who's closest to me? Uh, they're they're both within five feet. Of oh, they're, 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 they're both within five feet. Uh. 
Carrie, what did you get? I rolled a 10. Okay, I'm going to slap Vito. You got the, the one. Yep. Just for the sake, yet. Yeah. I'm a bitch slap cat and whap, right across the face. Vito is no longer frightened, but uh, you do take uh, roll a d4 for me. Who? Uh, I'll just say one point. What? Not even one HP because you, you're wearing stuff, but yeah. You're not yep. frightened anymore. Quick question. How do I just roll a random die for that? Uh, if you're doing it on D&D Beyond, it is the dice in the bottom left corner. Oh, you're so smart. Yeah, this computer actually runs the dice perfectly. It's great. And then, nice. you, and then you have to click the roll. It's so slow. <laughs> roll to everyone. It really is. This is just okay. a test. You can ignore it. Okay, so... Uh, Gar, you got a twenty-one. Yeah, you weren't so you weren't scared by I it. I wasn't scared. wasn't scared, and so yeah, I'm 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 jumping at it, and that was my first attack with my claws. Sixteen. Yep. For a whole seven damage. Hey, seven uh, damage is still still good. Uh, claws give me two two attacks. Does a nineteen hit? A nineteen does hit the yeah. Another seven damage. Minimum damage there. Two attacks. Minimum damage. We love to see it. Okay. There's that. There's that. Save settings. And then her AC is that. Gar Gar is super angry. So wait, how much did you hit her for? Seven and then seven? Seven and seven. Slashing damage. If she has any resistances Um, or immunities. Let's uh, see. Seven and seven slashing. No resistances. No resistances. Okay. Oh, that's just mean. Sorry, I just saw a thing that the tag can do. And I'm... Yeah. Conditions. I'm frightened. Yeah. Yeah. You are frightened. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I that is the end of my turn. I will I will uh, hold on to it there. So uh, frightened. Is the conditions. frightened a charm effect? No, it is a separate. You have a disadvantage. Yeah. Sorry, I clicked back in and accidentally clicked it. You're fine. Um, you can't willingly move closer to the source of your fear. You have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is in line of sight. Yep. Yeah. I figured I should... I Do we get another it. chance to save against it? At yes, the at end the end of your, your next turn. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, I figured I should put the put the condition on the sheet. Yeah, probably a good idea. Uh, Vidar, you're up. So I'm not frightened anymore? You are not frightened because Calypso just slapped you. She rolled a natural 20 on her check, so I figured that'll give her a chance to save somebody else. Come. And I will say, as an action, you can possibly like do the snap out of it kind of thing and have someone will basically allow someone to roll another save. But on top of that, what spells did you take for your cleric level? I didn't take a look. Smack Perry! I don't think that's gonna do um, anything. As a- <laughs> As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Spirit Totem. Ooh. Summoning a unicorn spirit. Ooh. A unicorn spirit lends this protection to those nearby. You and your allies gain advantage on all ability checks made to detect creatures in the spirit's aura. Ooh, very nice. In addition, if you cast a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points to any creature inside or outside of the aura... Each creature of your choice in the aura also regains hit points equal to your druid level. It's basically a free plus three to heal. Very nice. All right. Yeah, so yeah, now everybody has advantage on checks to detect. Yep. 30 foot radius. Okay. Actually, uh, I should have done, done Hawk Spirit instead. 
You want to do it? Well, either way, you can do Hawk Spirit. I haven't put down a totem. Yeah, let's do Hawk Spirit this time. Okay. Uh, it aids you and your allies with its keen sight. When a creature makes an attack roll against a target in the spirit's aura, you can use your reaction to grant advantage to an attack roll. In addition, you and your allies have advantage on wisdom checks while in the aura. Oh, yeah. 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 And okay. So that was a bonus action, so. He's going to be here. It's a totem? Can... Yes. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a little totem item real quick. Has a thirty foot radius. Okay, cool. Then uh, there's a totem. It has thirty feet. That's a really big radius. Thirty feet. Thirty foot radius. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I put. Thirty foot radius. It's six squares in any direction. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. I I don't actually see the radius on it. So. Oh, okay. Hang on. Yeah, <laughs> I can't either. I was trying to see what the visibility is, but it, for whatever reason, when I put something down. Ah, there it is. Now you should be able to see it. There we go. <laughs> that is a big radius. Yep. That's the chat box that I... And everybody. Yep. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's in, in, in it. Yep. Okay, cool. So yeah, there's the totem. And then what else are you going to do? Um. So yeah, there's the sea hag and the water elemental. Yeah, I didn't have as much HP as I thought she did. Okay. Uh, I guess it's time for me to start throwing rocks again. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You can do that. I'll throw a rock at the hag using <laughs> using magic stone. Yep. Roll that plus six. Does this roll hit? Oof. It does not. Okay. You needed a little bit more. You cast it. Rock kind of goes whizzing past her head a little bit. Grotesque, horrific thing. Um, it, that was. Um, yeah. Yep. Are you going to move at all or are you going to stay there? Um, I could see it going any number of ways this way. Uh, yeah, I'm going to move forward in front of Calypso so that I've got my shield out. Yep. Yep, yep. So, and then in my turn. And now it is the water elemental's turn. I think this this is the one that's going to be the the toughie. I just saw what it's resistant to. Okay, uh, let's see. Water elemental. Well, pretty boy's standing right in front of it. Yep. So let's see. Blam! That's a twenty. Thirty twenty. Mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure that hits, right? <laughs> yeah, I've only got eighteen. Sixteen. Okay. Guessing I'm too scared to do shit. Uh, well, you're scared of the other thing. You're not scared of this thing, but this thing just okay. smacked you. Oh, that's an ouch. Uh, that's 14 damage. 14? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, this is the thing that's gonna. And uh, that's a. That's another hit. Oh lord. And that's 11 damage. But that's all it can do. <laughs> I'm down to 11 health. <laughs> wham, wham. Smack the face real hard. Oh, yeah. Slam forward. Oh, that's kind of a cool trick. Harry, it is your turn. All right. I see. I potentially see that's the end of my turn. Yes. <clears throat> so I can't move 
Tweed moved sideways and behind Merwin right there. Okay. That is technically away <laughs> from the head. Okay. Um, I'm trying to be helpful. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to think. Okay, so, and I have disadvantage on rolls against the hag. And the other thing, too. Uh, frightened is disadvantage while it's in line of sight, yes. Okay, just no matter what. All right, well, I think that... Although the, the totem is counteracting some of that. Uh, okay, I think that Perry is freaked out and terrified and has never felt this scared in her entire life. And they're like trying to think back to all of their training and all their par- their, 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 uh, their parents being like, uh, you know, you have to have stillness of mind. And they're thinking to themselves, I don't think I'm high enough level for that yet. Um, and so <laughs> <laughs> they <coughs> freak out and they're going to throw the hand axe at the hag, like at, at, at in a desperation attempt, okay. um, which yep. I think is disadvantage against the hag. So. Yes. However, wait, what's there... the name of it? What's the name of it? Uh, the axe? <laughs> We'll find out in a moment. I think that's that's a, a good question. <laughs> no, I, I, get, I can answer in just a second. Uh, if Vidar uses his reaction, he can basically grant advantage to that attack roll, which means that you would, it would be, be a rolling. straight roll. Straight roll, yeah. Yeah? Okay. It's a 14 on the die, plus 6, so that's a 20 to hit. That hits. Awesome. Okay, and then um, is anybody engaged with the hack? I am. Or is, yes. So I think I get sneak attack. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that is <laughs> really bad dice rolls. That's uh, five plus four, nine damage. Um, and then uh, Krudak, even though you're super far away, he's still here. Perry, go uh, knock. And then he says the name. Uh, they say the name. It's El Rocco. <laughs> and yes! I can tell you. <laughs> so they go knock El Rocco, and the hand axe comes back to their hand after it hits. Very cool. And then, um. I wish I could be closer to Merwin, but I can't, so I guess I'll just try to save from the fear. Um, Another wisdom save. With being in Vidar's aura, is that at advantage? Did I understand that correctly? Or no? It says advantage on wisdom perception checks while in the aura. So not saves. Okay. Technically not the save, no, but... Well, that's an 18 on the die, so that's Yeah, so that's a save. DC was only 11, so you're good. So Perry like, is like, oh, no, no, no. This I can kill this. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> if it bleeds, I can kill it. <laughs> exactly. And that's my turn. And I find that funny. I, I kind of find that funny. Like, that's my character. And he's like, oh, look, Grandpa brought my Glock with me. Here, catch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Krudok, um, okay, cool, you, uh, Krudok, uh, 
see, does he see any of the villain bad guys over there, or is it too far away? You can probably see the water elemental over the form of, of Merwin. The other group appears to be grappled in with something, but it is medium-sized, so it might be hard to see. Okay. Well, Krudak is going to go ahead and move. Um, can he move right here? Towards yeah, the that, edge right there. You can. Uh, you okay. just got within uh, 30 feet of the sea hag, though. Wisdom uh, saving throw. Yep, that means you need a whiz save. Because uh, now you can see her. And she is gross. Bonus action casting heroism on himself. Did you do that before you moved, though, is the question. No, wait, no, I can't even do that. That costs an action. Never oh, wait, mind. That... I will do that. I will do that wisdom saving throw. Oh, wait. Uh, you actually don't have to make it until next time. That starts its turn within 30 feet of the hag. You did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Um, but anyways, regardless of that, he sees the problem, he realizes the bridge is gone, uh, he does a bonus action to tie a rope onto one end of, like, if there's anything to be an anchor, he will go and do it. Mm-hmm. And then he will shoot... Like, he will try to shoot the edge of the cliff, like, preferably not towards Perry. Yeah, like Perry. over. Yeah? Yeah. But, like, right over here. Maybe, like, like over here. On, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Okay. But as a free action, he's going to go ahead and shout out, Shit! Was this a trap? Guys, get to the rope! And um, he's going to create, like, a makeshift rope bridge. Something that is like an escape plan if needed. Yeah. And, well, I can't send the construct across because that will snap the thing. So, um, I am going to ask him, I'm going to ask him to, uh, wait, is this a real question real quick? Like, I know, what, the bonus, is the bonus action, can I shoot the thing as a bonus action to create the bridge or does that take all my actions? The uh, shooting, the, the, the so free action was shouting. The anchoring mm-hmm. to yourself was a bonus action. So yeah, your last action would be shooting the thing over, and that would that would kind of it would set up the little rope bridge, but it would it would kind of take your whole turn. Yes. Okay. You know, um, okay. I thought I was going to anchor it. I thought I was going to be anchored not directly to me, but like to no, 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 not to you, to side. something nearby. But it's still going to oh, take okay, time okay. to to like it to it or anchor it okay got you. you know that's all um you know as a you know as a thing i'm gonna have the construct move himself over here and hold on to the damn rope okay <laughs> all right cool and that ends my turn and now it's the sea hag's turn uh, da, da, da. oh it only gets one attack though okay well that's a miss I tried to swipe at Gar, but missed horribly. Gar dodged. <laughs> Gar is too powerful. I have a feeling it's like she swiped with her, her claws, but I feel like she just kind of scratched his chest. <laughs> where the where the leather armor is. So yeah. Uh no, he's not even he's not even wearing armor. So just natural armor then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is it is technically natural armor. Like, cool tattoo, bro. Where'd you get it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then it's Calypso's turn. <laughs> My phone didn't want to me. My bad. You're fine. Okay. Let's see. 
Um, I think I'd like to cast Shatter. Okay. Where are you going to center it? Behind them. So kind of like here. Um. Because I think. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to avoid you know direct damage to my teammates, but yeah. Oh, that's, that. if you put it like the wall behind, then that should hit hit where you're thinking. Because if you go here, ten hits both of them, but doesn't hit anybody else. Okay, that sounds good. So can take it. Um, yeah, yeah, because it's a ten foot radius, and I'm gonna cast it. Yeah, it's at second level. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah. they have to make con- a uh, con, con save. save. Got it, got it, got it. So then, see here. What do they have to hit? Uh, on me, on my stuff. Let me see. Where is it? Yeah. My save DC is fifteen. Ooh. Now the rules are starting to turn the other way. <laughs> uh, they both fail to save. Nope. We love that. Right. Uh, what type of damage is it? Thunder. Thunder oh, damage. Magical damage, but it's magical. Yes. Damage. Yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. Full damage. Oh, we love that. Bam. 13 damage. All right. To both of them, right? Because you both of them. 13. Yeah. yeah. You'd think it's resistant, but it isn't. What's the opposite of a resistance? Vulnerability. 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 Oh, got it. That doesn't actually have the effect. Damage. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do that, and the Seahag reaches its, its hands, horrible hands, up to the side of its face and just screeches as it kind of appears to have blood now running out of its ears. And uh, the water elemental sort of shudders and shakes a little bit, um, but otherwise looks fine. Okay. Um, so it does look like it hurt it, but it's still looking pretty healthy. And then I will, you know, it's about drive it to that power and it just breaks its break. Yeah. Channeling my interaction. Yeah. Who are you going to uh, give it to? Uh, I'll give it to Vidar since he's in front of me with the shield. Okay, cool. Bet. So Vidar now has Bardic Inspiration, and uh, that's your turn, right? Yep. Marilyn! Oh, goody. Uh, uh, Marilyn, you can totally, like, dis- take an action to disengage and move away from from the, the Water Elemental, um, but you just can't move towards the Um... Or you can attack, or you can do something else. Right. Too scared to try to attack her at this point. And this thing smacked me really fucking hard in the face. It did wallop you, yes. Um, and he doesn't know what it's resistant to. No, he does not. So no. he's gonna attempt to throw a dagger at it. Okay. Oddly enough, I just realized technically a plus one long, uh, plus one weapon is a magic weapon, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. That okay. is good to know for future reference and for yes. not metagaming the group exists. <laughs> Absolutely not. Merwin doesn't know shit. He prefers throwing. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to try to throw a dagger. Throw that dagger. No! Oh. Uh, he comes near and stabs himself with it instead. 
Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a two. You throw it and it just kind of like, it doesn't even like go into the water, it just kind of flicks past it. Kind of sticks in the wall over here. I would have figured it would have like, or like, or like, he, he actually fumbles the fucking thing. Oh yeah. Right, and it lands like right in front of it. You could do that too, yeah. It's a two, so it's pretty bad either way. Yeah, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> no. Um, what else can I do? Let's see, do you have any bonus action? Got fighting spirit and second win. Yeah, fighting spirit would make more sense before you attack things though. Yeah. So. Maybe we'll recall that next turn if you don't die. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, you could actually... You could second wind and take a bonus action to regain HP, but you can oh, yeah, only do that once thing. once per short rest. Yeah, that is indeed a fighter thing you could do. Okay, I I think we're going to attempt to save it. Uh, you attempt to save against the hag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. Um, and then do you wanna do you wanna use your second wind or no? No, that's what I think we're gonna try to save. Okay, save it. Got it. Got it. All right, and All then. Right. Wisdom save, so you can yep. attack the hag. Come on, D&D Beyond. Give me something I can fucking work with. Twelve! <laughs> yeah, twelve is a success. Oh, no. And you're like, that thing's not as bad as the siren, now that I'm looking at it. I don't think she wants to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Gar's turn again. Ooh. Uh, Gar's gonna go reckless. Ooh, what's that do? I get advantage on all my attacks. Nice. But they nice get advantage, advantage. But they give yeah. good advantage against me. That's the trade-off. <laughs> yep. That's the trade-off. Oh, what? Give me a sec here. That was meant to be at advantage. Uh, so that 25 hits. Yeah, the 25 is the hit on that one. Yep. That wasn't the crit, by the by. No, that was a 19. That was a 19. <laughs> and then have a good uh, for my second yeah. hit... Uh, the total of 19. So, both of those hit? Yep, both of them hit. Hey, 12 damage, and Holy crap. 11 damage. Oh, crap. Uh, you so you killed it. 23 damage. Barbarians are terrifying. <laughs> so, yeah, this, so the first hit, uh, yeah, the 12 damage takes it down really low, and it's, like, bleeding out, uh, and the second one just kind of, like, rips her in half. Um, because that's a total of, what, 23, 23. damage? Yeah, 23. Yeah, negative 7. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So Hag Lady is dead. Hag Lady's dead. Oh, Blah. God. Blah. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, uh, I don't care about... Uh, uh, wait, does that activate, the, wait, does that activate his drug addiction here? I, dif- I don't care about difficult terrain. I'm just going to step forward and be intimidating towards the... Uh, Towards the water elemental, yes. Towards the water elemental. Why do I have something in my head, like, literally, he rips it in half and says, great, turns the water elemental, now I'm thirsty. <laughs> right? There you go. He could. He totally could. Uh, okay, so you did that, you did that. That is, that is my turn. Uh, unless there's bonus action. Unless you're going to allow me to bonus action throw Marilyn back by feet. Or, uh, yeah. Throw Marilyn back by feet. Uh, you can bonus action to push Merwin, sure. 
you're like a foot taller than he is. I think I think that's possible, unless Marilyn doesn't want to allow that. I would probably make it a contested strength check just to be safe. I think I think they went bio, so we'll have to give them a minute. But yeah, I, I would say that's okay with me. Uh, so if you want to give me a strength roll, and then I can actually roll a strength. Uh, strength athletics or just straight? Just just strength. Um. I would say probably just strength because you're trying to do it just with brute force, like back up, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I rolled that advantage. Because <laughs> that was a one and then an 11. So I got a total of 15, uh, depending on what Marowyn gets on. Uh, I apparently, I will have them roll when they get back because uh, that what was do I, What do I need to do? So one of two things can happen. Uh, one of three things, actually. Uh, Gar has moved forward and is trying to push Marowyn back. If you allow it, you don't have to roll anything, and then you will be moved back five feet. Um, you know what? I'll totally fucking allow that. Okay. That, he hit me really fucking hard. Yep. Okay. So yeah, we'll totally do that. You get pushed back five feet. Um, because like my nose is prob probably busted. Um. There's probably internal bleeding at this point. Yeah. I will say that because it was Gar that was pushing you, I don't think that would provoke an attack of opportunity. I was gonna, if, if there was going to be one, Gar would take it. Yeah, I was going to say, if there was going to be one, it would be on Gar, wouldn't it? I was going to say, attack of, attack of opportunity is only provoke if you leave of your own volition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, cool. So yeah, you push Marowyn back five feet. Um, which I've done on the map already. Once they have opportunity attack. They have everybody to leave. has Yeah, everyone has that, and you have to there leave. Is. You have to leave the threatened area. You can dance around the threatened area all you want, but as soon as you leave it is when the uh, opportunity attack. That's why disengage actions are a thing. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So yeah, so then it's Vidar's turn. Okay. Uh, let's see what you got here. Oh, yeah, even that, that, that cleric thing you took is helpful. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'm looking at your new, your new stuff. Yeah, the sea hag is dead. I get here. Uh, I'm moving through guard space. Yeah. You're also kind of moving through the elemental space, I think. Figured I would use the wall. So, like, do there, there, there. Uh, yeah, I would say you could do that. Okay. Right. parkour. Yeah. <laughs> Is Vidar going to parkour? Shimmy along the wall a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And then thunder wave at second level. You're going to thunder wave at the water elemental? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's got a... What save is that got to make again? Pull it up. A constitution of 14. Okay. Con save. That is a 19. Damn it. Well, so it still takes half, half damage, damage, right? right? Yep. So that's still... What? Do we round up or do we round down? I don't know. I think you round Would, down. Because it'd be seven if we round down, eight if we round up. I think it's round down. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, you can definitely see the electricity like affecting it, but it looks to shrug it off. It appears to be made of hardier stuff. Uh, that was that was your action. You still have your bonus actions, so you have some spells you can cast as a bonus action. And that was at second level. Yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. So you, you hit it, and um, what Perry and Marilyn can both speak Aquan, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this thing basically just said, like, fuck off in Aquan. 
Carrie blushes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cast a healing word on Marilyn. Okay. It's looking pretty rough. Uh-huh. At second level. Yep. So nine points of healed. Yes. Uh, I don't remember. Do I if I get a bonus with the hawk? The hawk gives uh, advantage, but doesn't give the the plus three. Okay, yeah, it was the other one that I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. nine nine yeah. points of healing. Up to twenty. Yeah, I okay. think what we might end up doing is starting fresh and having you roll hit dice, and so we figure out what it is because I think it's been doing. Well, no, it's been doing the average, I guess. Rich, it's been doing half plus one. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Half plus one plus constitution modifier. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So yeah, you heal nine points. Yay. Yay. And then and then Marilyn can tell the water element, so he needs to wash his mouth out. <laughs> yep. That, okay. That's my turn. Okay, perfect. And now it's the water elemental's turn. And it's it's Fair punching bag. Okay. It's punching bag is gone. So, the um, heroin's Mar- grateful that hurt. Uh, so it's it's gonna let's see, it's gonna turn this way because it's a uh, gar push heroin away, and uh, it's going to sl- attack gar. First attack is a 16, meets beat, meets it, meets it. So, yeah, that's that's a hit, okay, and that is, is that with advantage. Oh, yeah, it has advantage. It does. That was without advantage. So you can roll it again. Uh, Sticky crit. Better of the two. Sticky crit. <laughs> Do it. Oh, Lord. I did crit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Let's go. Oh, sorry, Gar. <laughs> I just wanted to be off. Maybe. Fuck, yeah. Is that double dice? So 29 damage? Uh, is it's it bludgeoning him? Bludgeoning, so you gotta. It, it goes back down to regular. So it is, have, unless it's yeah. magic. Uh, no, it just says melee weapon attack, yeah. bludgeoning damage. Okay. Yeah. So, so 29 halves to 14. 14. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gar's health, health point. I mean, Gar has like, what, 50 health? 49? No, no, oh, that's, well, I don't know if level 4 is technically hit yet. Yeah, level 4 kind of hit in the night. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I have a bunch of points. Hang on, I gotta fix it in the bar here. That makes one of us. There you go. 49 out of 49, uh, and you take 14. I have it, and then... So, yeah, you have the same amount of hit points, essentially, as what you thought you did, 35. You took 14. And then I have... Any awareness that you had is briefly interrupted by a memory of your first attempt at surfing and getting slammed by a wave. Uh-huh. Slammed into the oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh uh, uh, just grins through it like probably like maybe there's a little bit of a bloody nerf starting to just grin. It has to attack. Okay, let's go. Second attack. Out advantage. Okay, that one was the the first one was an eleven, the second one was a twenty-one. So the twenty-one hits. Twenty-one hits. And that's just normal damage. Uh, so what? Half of thirteen. Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven. Six. So you take another seven, or yeah, six. 
Take another six. Twenty-nine. I'm fine. Yep. I'm fine. You're fine. Damn, this thing hits hard. <laughs> I'm only at half. I'm still above half. Okay. <laughs> All right, and that's the elemental turn. Uh, Perry, you're up. I can move again. Yes, uh, you can. Moves, but I get to be very close to the thing. So I'm gonna go through the photo and around and walk the heroin. Yes. Um, and I'm going to hit the thing. Yep, I'm gonna hit it with my staff first. I'm gonna try to hit it with my staff. That is 17. Is that, that hit? hit? Yeah, that hits. Okay. And then that is a D8. Okay. Uh, and Gar is engaged, so I get sneak attack. Yep. I just rolled one on both of them. Okay. Oh no. Um, <laughs> that's a two plus four, so six damage. Yay! <laughs> six damage. Uh, that's then, all the bludgeoning damage, though, right? <clears throat> yes, that's all bludgeoning damage. And then I am going to use a key point to do flurry of blows. Okay. Okay, that is another seventeen. So I think. Um, and that is a D4, D3 plus, so that's seven damage from the unarmed strike. Mm -hmm. And then for my second hit, um, my arm, the one that Gar, Gar, you would notice because you knew this already, uh, but underneath the bandages, you can sort of see this light start seeping out of one of my, uh, one of my bandages and, uh, I fucking deck you. <laughs> Oh, you just come around and deck me? Oh, 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 no. And with that hit, you heal eight damage. Magic punches. That's awesome. And Perry goes, you got this, Gar. <laughs> you feel invigorated. It was like a love tap. Like a, like How much damage like was, was it for the, the creature? Um, I rolled a three on the die, so that was seven damage on the okay. second hit. <laughs> and my punches are not mad. Staff, I'm back at full health. Not to I full health. Not, no, no, I'm, I'm still a ways away from full health. But, you know, took a little off the edge, you know? There you go. And... Okay, so yeah, you, so you're, you're punching and smacking it, and, like, you knew this thing was made of water, but, like, now the reality of it presents itself before you, and you, you're definitely not hitting this thing as hard as you hit other things. Yeah. Not at the level where my fists are magical yet. The, the uh, elements I mean, I, I see a thing you can do, but... Oh, yeah. I would wouldn't have to have another point. Exactly. You wouldn't yeah. have known to do it at this point. But yeah. now that you've hit it, you can kind of see what's going on. Like, okay. And this is... I, I want to note that Perry looks a little surprised that the arm flared up because he was just going to be like, you know, hey, you know, like, you got this. And you just fucking healed. And they're, they're like, what the fuck just happened? Just say so you know. huh. Yeah. And how much did Gar heal? Gar healed eight. Eight. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to 37. Internal now. freaking out. 
<laughs> oh, that's right, because you were down to, yeah, 20-something. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. down to 29, and now I'm up to 37. Okay, perfect. Uh, anything else, Terry? That's it. Okay. Predict, you're up. Uh, you can try to shoot over two people's heads, but you're on the edge of a cliff. You can cross your thing and then still have a bonus action. I am action. going... I am... You see Krudok literally trying to reach up for the rope and realize he overshot it from his height. Um, just as a free, if you allow this as a movement action, he's going to kick the side of his uh, construct, which is offering him the hand going, oh yeah, you need to reach the rope. Here you go. And then I'm going to go ahead and cross on the beam, which we, oh, I don't know. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. He's going to go five. Not that, ah. Okay, I'm going to go 10, 15, and then I'm going to go, excuse me, 20, 25. So what are you guys looking at? Shit. And wait, and then he's going to take a step back here. Does that provoke him for an opportunity attack or no? Um, he's currently engaged with three combatants, so I would say no. Alrighty. And as an end result of that, he um he needs to make well, I am going to cast as an action I can't uh I'm going to cast chill touch. Okay. Alright. So go ahead and so make a range. Plus five the roll. Yep. Plus five of the roll. I don't think uh no, I don't think that's gonna hit. Um, what you get? Plus five equals ten. Yeah, no, you needed right. a fourteen. Well, ah, damn. Well, that didn't do anything. Okay, thank God it's a cancer. Well, I'm all out. <laughs> okay. That uh, goes. That goes my turn. Alrighty, and then it is Calypso again. It's a oh wait, bonus there. acting cry. Cry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a free action. You like start to cast a spell. And, like, you're trying to form this hand over here next to it, but instead it starts to form inside the creature, but the creature's magical, so it, like, you see some sparkles of water. It looks pretty, but that's all that really happens. So, yeah, Calypso, you are up. Okay, so, uh, my bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word. Okay, who are you casting uh, that on? Uh, the beefiest of beefcakes, and that would be Gar. <laughs> Okay. Uh, That's going to be a d4 plus 5. There's 9 health for you, buddy. Ooh, very nice. Dang. Uh, I'm at, no, I'm not at full. I'm two away from full. Yeah. Uh, uh, but like, yeah, so I'm, I am, uh, yeah, I am more than fine. I, I, I can just envision clips out chucking a muffin at you at the moment. <laughs> Just being like, I fucking told you to eat it. Uh, and then she, as an action, we are going to cast uh, Dissonant Whispers. Why not? Okay. Da, 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 da. Must make a wisdom saving throw. Ah, oh, yay. Is it the elemental smart? That is what we have to know. Smarter than a fifth grader. Uh, that's a 12. Uh, my save DC is a 15. So it failed the save. Aha, that's more than fifth grader. Let's go. It's strong. Let's go. But but is not smart. <laughs> it's 
14 damage, very nice. Yeah, you you kind of do this, and you can kind of see, because it's a made of water, and, and so you kind of see the um, the psychic energy reverberate through it as it kind of like gurgles and screeches, and again, curses in Aquan that both the elves can completely understand. Mm-hmm. Uh... This thing's worse than a sailor, by the way, guys. So it's cursing left and right. <laughs> it has. It also has to move over <laughs> me. On a failed save, it takes it takes the psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction if available to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Ooh. The uh, creature doesn't move, obviously, into dangerous ground. And it but that. So, uh, opportunity attacks from Parry and Gar and Vidar. No. No. Fear doesn't, it didn't oh, move yeah. of its own volition, so Got I'm it. pretty sure that doesn't provoke. Got it. So yeah, okay. it just backs up into the, the last edge of the cave over here. So I moved it. Okay. Well, you know. That was, yeah, because the same thing happened when, when uh, Marowan got pushed. So, yep, you are correct. No attack of opportunity, but it did take the, the psychic damage, and uh, yeah. I think that'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, what else can are we going to do? Can I be that guy? I hate to be that guy. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeremy Crawford, the guy who designed this, uh, says this whisper does cause opportunity attacks. Really? Yeah, Jeremy Crawford said Just it. that one? Yeah, the movement <laughs> and dissonant whispers can provoke because it requires the use of your reaction. Oh, oh the reaction must immediately well, use its reaction. So it's not just moving. Opportunity it's... attacks. Yep. Oh, so quick, stab the spicy water. I mean, we'll take those. Stab the spicy water. <laughs> stab the spicy water. Do it quick. Quick, quick, kick him while he's down and steal his wallet. <laughs> so yeah, uh, opportunity attacks from Perry, Gar, and Vidar. Right. Uh, nope. Nope. Sorry. Oh, I rolled bad too. Um, I got a nine total. I got an eleven total. Wait, aren't we guys on a totem that gives you advantage? advantage? Oh, does it? It does, yeah. On attack rolls? Yep. Oh, I should have been rolling an advantage for a while. Okay, well, that's fine. The way it reads is interesting, though, because at first I read it like you had to, like, but then it feels more like it's supposed to just be there and giving it. Yeah, it says, Hawk says, <laughs> use your reaction to grant an ally advantage on attack. Which is weird. But it gives advantage on perception. Oh, so one so of every them get advantage. One of them. Vidar uses. Yeah, Vidar uses reaction. his reaction from this turn. One of you can get advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're all using our reactions for the attack, so that, that, that that's true. Sense. That's true. Okay. Uh, at going to uh actually cast a spell as my as your reaction attack. anyway okay yeah yeah so Inflict wounds. Uh, oh because it's a touch spell yeah yeah yep is that on your list yeah i am a horror right. now <laughs> you're a what now there it is Perfect. it just wasn't on your prepared list but that's okay because you didn't add heard. anything to the list so i'll just mark it as prepared that's fine i heard it's I prepared heard Oh, it just didn't show up on your sheet for me, so that's why I was like, wait, where is it? But it is in your list of spells. Yes, I got it now. Does that count as washing your hands? Uh, Melee spell attack. Okay, Uh, so 
You made the plus six attack. What did you? That's a 16. That's a hit. Yep, yep, yep. That's a hit. And 14 necrotic damage. 14 necrotic damage. Very nice. Okay, Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, not quite. So, it, yeah, it, it's starting starting to wear down a bit. This thing is, is pretty tanky. So, yeah. Uh, and that all happened at the end of Calypso's turn. So now it is Merwin's turn. Unless Calypso Yay. wanted to do anything else. I think that was all the stuff you could do, though. That was an action. No, that's all. That's action. yeah, that's all the stuff I can do except for just seething in anger. Okay, seething in anger. Yep. Okay, so Marilyn, it's your turn. Yay! Um, gotta get used to used to the to the two screams. Um, yeah. Yep. It'll take a minute. Okay, so our first attempt at throwing a dagger at it didn't work. Um, but first we're gonna do fighting spirit. Okay, so that will give you an advantage. Yep. So, yep, that gives me advantage. Also gives me five temporary hit points. Oh, yes, yes, it does. Uh, where um, and then, yeah, we're going to attempt to throw another dagger. Okay. But we're going to have to, like, jump a little bit to throw it around Perry. Perry will not get hit, don't worry. Thank- thankfully, the uh, the elemental is large, so there's there's not really, you don't need to throw it around Perry, it's just throw it above Perry and it will hit. Yeah. I mean, it kind of looming over us. stands below Perry's height. Oh, that's true. Just throw uh, it through Perry's legs. Perry, there you go. Perry will move. Like, I, I, I'm a monk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. Merowit and Perry duck and then throw. Hmm? There you go. Okay. <laughs> Alright. With you throwing oh, this time. Shit! Oh, that's a natural 20. There you go. Very nice. No need to roll a second time. <laughs> I'm taking that one. <laughs> Alright, now I think Doubles it's the dice. Damage? Yeah, it's going to double the dice for the damage. There you go. Six. That's, that is very good. Uh, really good damage. That is... That is piercing damage, though. It's piercing, piercing, yeah. So, and it's got resistance to that, although Merwin doesn't know that. Yeah, uh, you see it hit true, and and where normal things would up. would bleed and and thing, this thing just kind of like, you know, like it does look injured, but it doesn't look like it did quite as much as your. I wonder. I wonder how it, how water can look injured. So you can see the creature like taking these blows and kind of flinching and reacting, but there's no like liquid blood. Um, there's like it's there's, warm. There's no oozing happening. Yeah, exactly. There's no oozing. There's no bleeding. Um, if anything, there's just growing puddles of wetness around it as it gets hit. Okay. All right, and I think that's all I can do. Okay. Kind of yeah. like um, best way it was described to me at one point with the water in the hill is that like, you know how when you're looking at the ocean, whether it's calm or not, and it's got that foggy, rushy particle thing going on, kind of like that. Yep. Okay. So yeah, Merwin Mar- in Aquin curses shit, you know, because you didn't didn't do whatever damage we were expecting. So you say shit, and then. As a free action, it's going to say shit, but louder. <laughs> In awkward back at both of you. 
<laughs> Harry is still going to be blushing and be like, you don't have to curse at me. Like, no, nobody has ever done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, yeah, my thought process is like, elementals don't necessarily always like being summoned. Like, that's not their job. Their job is to just exist in an elemental plane, you know? And then some mage calls them and they have to go answer, you know? So, so, so it's throwing a tantrum like a toddler. Yeah, because somebody pulled it from, like, nap relax time to be like, okay, go fight these people now. You just got, like, a beleaguered businessman elemental who, like, yeah. has to work overtime. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Gar, you're up. I'm up. Uh, I'm going to step forward. Yep. And uh, two attacks. Uh, no. I'm going to go. I'm going to go reckless. Okay. Aw, the water elementals are kind of cute. That one hits. Yep. That that's a twenty-four. That does that's not good. hit. Holy crap! Oh, Ooh, the second two and a one. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, the first one hits and, you know, the second one just kind of like goes in front of the water. Yeah, I, I mean, Gar, Gar, like Reckless Gar's not really paying attention. He's like opening himself up for hits, just try and get swept out. Now that was nine slashing damage. Okay. And it is slashing, not magical, right? Slashing, non-magical. I have a couple more levels before I'll be magical. Before it's magical, so... Da -da, like, everything slash. happens at level 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was how much damage again? 9. Five. 9. So that's, what, 4? Four? 4 or 5, yeah. 4. No, not plus 4. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. Uh, sheesh. Yeah, this thing's still above half, but you could, like... Oh, jeez. The claws and the waters, like, the puddles around it have started getting bigger. Uh, Vidar, you're up. Has moved sideways, but you can still reach it. Okay. Oh, I thought Wild Shape lets you do CR higher than that sooner. Interesting. Hey, no, hey. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. You get boosts at specific levels. It's not a rolling based off your level. Okay. Oh, and you've got the other thing. Cool. I'm still checking out everybody's new features since we leveled up in between. Yeah. First, I'm going to... Cast Divine Favor on myself. Okay. So that I deal an additional 1d4 of Radiant. Yep. And that's a bonus action, so that just happens. Yes. So you're... And then... Um, forget how we said we were going to do this. Uh, oh, the, the, the weapon instead of the... Uh... Yeah. Uh, for dramatization's sake, Vidar pulls the hammer from his belt, hoists it over his head, Yelling by the power of Thor before swinging hard into the elemental. All right. And I um, have inspiration. Yep, you do have bardic inspiration still. So, oh, I have that. You also have that a, that's a d6. Yes, sorry. Um, I know I'm the DM, I'm not supposed to be helping. But um, you can use your War Priest feature to make an extra attack. Just saying. Oh, no, you already used the bonus action. Next yes. turn. Yes, next turn. Yes. So. Okay. Well, bam. And then, I, like I said, I, I forget exactly how we said we were going to do it because we didn't have a chance to fix it yet. Yeah, I believe we were using some mall stats, but 
one-handed instead of two-handed. But the damage was similar. It was a D8. But <laughs> I wanted to utilize that ability that we were discussing. The Oh, you're trying to summon Thor's lightning to empower your hammer and make this strike, right? Yes. Ah, okay. So then the damage type of your hammer changes from bludgeoning to... Um, to thunder plus the d4 of radiant damage. So uh, I'm gonna let you reroll that d8. By the way, there you go. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen thunder damage. And you can see the arcs of current. And um, it looks like you can swear you're hearing like guitars and 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 music start like in your ears as like the shock resonates through it. I kind of roll it out. And uh, now it, the, the creature is not as tall as it once was. It, it kind of comes down a bit. Yeah, there it is. It kind of comes down and then it, if it had blood, it would be bloody. But instead, it has taken on the water, it's taken on a murky, kind of dark appearance and it's not as tall as it once was. Uh, and so yeah, they, the lightning damage seems to have taken the wind out of its sails a bit. And, uh, anything else? Uh... You can still kind of feel the crackling near your hand. Or it's your, your holy symbol hammer. So I know the map ends, but is there anything behind it? Like, is there a space that I can stand behind it? Uh, not without also being in its space. Okay, it's just the map is cut off weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess it looks like uh, there could be a cavern there, right? What about here? You can stand there, no problem. That's just, you're just kind of in front of the chest. In that case, right? So he it, it's now flanked. There you go. There you go. Um, That's my turn. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, now now that it's been like shocked and angry, um, is it going to attack? Going to turn and attack Vidar? Is it going to attack? Uh, wait, I have two attacks. I can attack each of you once. You can try. You have advantage on me. Uh, that one's an 18 to hit. That hits. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You said uh, we have uh, we have our fourth level, so I have a reaction. Yeah. Shield. So what does that do? 21. Eight. Ah, it's got to hit a 21. Okay, so then it doesn't hit you. So, uh, so, so yeah, uh, I'll roll that in just a moment to see what, how, that, how that reacts. But, uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, the, the, the uh, for, for dramatic effect, the, uh, water elemental swings at Gar, it looks like it's gonna connect, and Gar just brings up his arm, and, uh, he's, he guys have seen the, the, the bite marks and the, and the stings and all the stuff he's, he's got on his body, and they kind of take on a different shape now, and they kind of, glow red and angry as he brings up his arm and it just blocks the uh the strike and, and he just snarls with an evil grin on his face right at, right back at the uh, elemental yeah and it seems to be blocked by kind of a wall of invisible force of this glowingness that comes up around your arm uh and and yeah then it's gonna it's gonna try and swing its other attack that's that's only a 15. That's not gonna hit VR. First, this thing was hitting left and right, but now that you guys pissed it off, it doesn't seem to be able to hit you. 
It's because it's too stupid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's this guy's turn. Uh, well, I guess I could use this multi-attack. Uh, I can try to do that next time. Okay, Perry, you're up. All right. I am going... That was... Perry's like, that's a lot, Gar. Like, that's a lot is still happening with you. But they're just going to, like, push past <laughs> yep. Yep. in order to get on the other side. <laughs> they're just like, we're going to talk about this as they, like, sidle through your space <laughs> and they're going to look at the water elemental and they're going to go but you first and they are going to try to hit it alright oh god okay that's a 20 to hit yep that's a hit awesome okay and that is sneak attack again bobber okay Six. Please don't both go ones because that's unfortunate. Twos on both. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, no. Roll double that's, twos. I did. That's eight damage. Um, okay. That's eight damage. That's and still then, uh, bludgeoning? That is still bludgeoning. Okay. And then I am going to Flurry of Blows. Okay. So the first one's a 14. Does that? That 14 meets. Okay, so that hits. And the mm-hmm. second one definitely hits then because that is 23. Okay, so both hit. Um, for the first one, it's going to be <laughs> another one on the die. Five damage. And then for the second one, I'm going to spend another key point. And you guys are going to see, like, so there was like a burst of light when um, uh, when they healed Gar. Um, but you see that like on the other arm, there was definitely just like maybe due to that burst of light, like a, an encroaching darkness. Like it's already dark inside the cave, but that 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 arm seems like it's like sucking in light and that it's eating the light that's come near it. And so and so like in a way to re- when Perry goes to hit and they hit with both of them, they hit with the light arm first. And that doesn't do anything, but there's like almost an explosion of darkness as they hit with the other arm that even they weren't anticipating happening. And so I'm going to use Hand of Harm. Yep. That is going to do. It's an extra 1d4 plus 4. So the first, the first part of it is bludgeoning damage, and that hits for 8. And then another eight necrotic damage. Okay. So you, your punch is, it's kind of the same thing as if you were kind of punching the ocean and like feels like you're not really having much effect. But the second you do that, you can see it, it take like the full brunt of that blow. And yes, just like darkness leeches into the water elemental and disperses, but... And that's my turn. All right. Um, Marilyn is just like, what the fuck is up with y'all's puberty? <laughs> Truly. Yeah, because both Gar and Perry are doing weird things, and Marilyn's just like, I have no glowy bits. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, deck. also, also, they're kids still, and it's just like, yeah. 
maybe this is a puberty thing. I like that both the the the, the quote unquote children are the frontliners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, it's Crudex's turn. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see what I can do here. I'm gonna bonus action tell uh shout out to hold the line to my golem. Yep. And main action. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this real quick. Uh, can you create a bonfire right here? Uh, if I can I mean, add bonfire, you can. Yeah, yeah, I think you can. You should be able to cast it there. Yeah. All right, I Let cast bonfire there. I've got a token for it. Uh, Layers. All right, whatever. We know that the bonfire is right underneath it. Okay. Uh, create a bonfire. The magic bonfire fills a five foot cube, which is that spot there. Uh, dexterity save or take fire damage. Okay, let's see here. That's at the start of its turn. It's also when it when it is made. When you yeah, cast when, the spell and when you start the turn. When you cast the spell, yeah. It says when you cast the spell and then when it moves into the space as well. So yeah, yeah. It's gotta make the save. Dex save. Gotta make a dex save. It's an easy one. Dex save 13. That is a 15. Uh, it doesn't take it doesn't take any damage, but the fire is still there. Yep, yep, it's good. Okay. And that's my turn. Okay. I'm just all like I'm just all like, let's do a throwback. Fire appears out of nowhere. <laughs> Basically. There's a fire. It's a water elemental. It seems unfazed. <laughs> I should note outside character knowledge, it is not actually uh immune to fire, oddly enough. That seems kinda silly. I, it seems a little odd, I know. Like, but it's magic fire, immune or 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 either it's immune or vulnerable. Once one 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 into the spectrum or the other, but I was gonna right, say like maybe it loses either. some of its body because it's it goes to being steam, you know, because the magical fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. It's like one of those like I might make a modified like. Elemental for Strax that just makes more sense with our world, you know, but or just makes more sense in general. Yeah, uh, Calypso, it is your turn. I'm here. I promise. Oh yeah, you're fine. I have to like take three extra steps just to. Yep. No, I get it. Okay. I get it. You're fine. I was gonna say so to give you a little extra time here. Um, the you can see that the mundane attacks, the punches and the swipes and stuff have not really been doing much. Your magic has been seeming to affect it uh, more than, you know, the the other attacks. And then Vidar seems to have, you know, called upon the god to do his last attack, and that seemed to have quite, a med- like, an effect on it. Okay. Um, I guess I'm gonna... Is there a way for me to cast Shatter without it hitting anybody? Uh, ten foot cube, right? Yeah, I don't think so. You would kind of have to cast it behind it a little bit. That's fine. Cause... I can take it. Yeah, because if you cast it in front of it, then you'd have to cast it like off the map a little bit. Yeah, like it's just got to be facing way, I think. Right? Is it cone or is it radius? It says. What does it say? It says. Shadow says, "Radius, fear centered on that point." Okay. 
I guess you could do this one. No, if you do that one, you're hitting all three of them. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not do that. Okay. Um. All right. So I guess my best bet would be let's. Yeah, there's a spot where you can cast it where you hit only Bar and Perry and not Vidar. <laughs> Try not to hit people. I'm angry, but I'm not that angry. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. I appreciate that. <laughs> You could cast it in the spot. Never mind. You're trying not to hit people. Okay. Yeah. I was just about uh, to give you the spot where you could cast it and you could hit everybody. Sorry, I'm just being cheeky. Let's okay. See. No, you're good. I guess. No, that's that's also gonna hit everybody. Damn it. Uh... Oh, if you're trying to be a thunder thunderclap, yeah. Yeah. How did you know? That's the only two spells you have that, that like do range. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to go for Dissonant Whispers again. Okay. I mean, it did seem pretty effective the last time you did it. It's got to make a, yeah. a wisdom save, right? Uh, I believe so. Dissonant Whispers. Let's see. Let me pick up my little card. Wisdom I... save, bro. Yes. And that's DC 15. That's a six. Oh, yeah, no. It's gonna hurt. At least it doesn't have a negative to wisdom, but it doesn't have any bonuses either, so it's rolling like at a plus zero. It's just straight dice. Seventeen damage. Seventeen. Look at that. Yeah, this is this thing is starting to like shrink and like its legs don't look as formed as they once were. And uh <laughs> yeah, it's 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 starting to, to like lose its corporealness. Hold on. And then Oh, no, I can't do that. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess I'm just going to ready myself for my next spell. I'll just hold it. Okay. That'll work. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then that will be Marilyn's turn. Okay, so we're going to Fighting Spirit again. Yep. So now you has advantage. Because we can do that. Yep. Okay, so the dagger didn't really work. Nope. So maybe the longer pointy thing will. Okay. So then we need to move. Yep. Can I squeeze my ass? Yeah, you can go in against the wall right there. The wall right there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or rather, attempt to stab it at least. Yeah. And I don't think. (laughs) I was gonna say I don't (laughs) think Merwin knows this about his sword, but the effort that was made to unscrub the uh, the blacksmith and Krudak added a little bit of extra sauce. So, uh, that is technically a magical weapon. Woohoo! So, what's the damage? Nice. Ten damage. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. So longer pointy thing works better. Ooh, yeah. It's, it's so it's like you can kind of still see arms, but that's the only like shape it has. It doesn't have the kind of like face thing that it had before, and definitely uh, more blob looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it appears to be on its its last drops. And um, and your your short sword, as you kind of swipe and slash, glows ever so slightly. I was just like, "Fuck yes, I got a glowy thing." <laughs> he just wants all the glowy things. He's like, "Oh yeah, we all have glowy things." <laughs> yes. Um, are we able to take second wind or? If you want to use your second wind, you can, yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let's 
Let's go ahead and do that. Wait, second wind, hang on. The D10. And wait, oh, so... Because... I'm saying wait because I think you might have used your bonus action already. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fighting spirit is a bonus action. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, you now you, you could action... Act, yeah, you could action surge to second wind and hit it again. Yes, let's do that. Okay, so now you can on the, the additional action... Okay, so nope, we lost we lost Caleb for oh, there he is. Okay. So, okay, so the sword the sword worked. I get roll for that again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, son of a shit biscuit! Oh wait, that's uh, a seven. Okay. And t- technically, you're not taking you're taking an additional action, so uh, your fighting spirit still kicks in. Okay. <laughs> so you did get advantage, so you can roll the hit again. That one was worse. It's that one's worse. Oh, okay. So we're taken to 13, but the 13's a miss. Yep. But oh, you do get your... I uh, it just clicked, but it wasn't supposed to. And you also get your... Uh, uh, your uh, The D10 you wanted to roll to recover hit points. So. Yeah, you got yeah. Second, wind. Your, uh, okay. second wind. Second wind, yeah. So your second slash is not as, as adept, and you seem to slash in front of it rather than at it. We're, we were too too distracted to um, but we were too distracted by the, by our sword glowing. There we go. Yeah. So then you gain four hit points from that. Woo. Uh, no eight. Excuse me. Four plus four. I think you gain your con modifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice your con modifier plus your fighter level. Oh, that's what. But yeah, yeah. So D ten plus your level. So eight. Yep. That's it. Where's my mouse? Okay, that puts us up 28 just from the second wind. 28, yep. Because fighting spirit only gives temporary points. Yep. Okay, and that's your turn, right? Yep. Dar, you're up. Ooh, I'm up. Uh, yeah, if I think this thing's on this last leg, Gar's gonna go reckless again. Okay. Uh, 23 will hit. That will definitely oh. hit. And then the 19 will hit. And first hit is an 8 slashing. So with that, so you first hit. And then a second one for another 8 slashing. So. Yep. So with that first hit, you you tear into it, and it sort of collapses from solid corporeal elemental into just a pillar of water. And it kind of dissolves and sort of melts, and you are now soaked, soaking wet. Uh, can, 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 can I then do something different? So, I mean, I mean, we can still, uh, but if we're going out of uh, initiative at this point, because the yeah. thing is dead, uh, Gar's going to hold it there. He's going to, he's casting shape water and holding it there as, uh, or, or I guess it's dead body. Uh, I, I guess it's, it's, Consciousness is left. It's just water, but he's gonna it's hold water. The, he's gonna yes. hold the shape there for a moment more before he just lets it slowly seep into the ground. Uh, Merwin, Perry, Vidar, you're all also wet. That's fine. I'm used to it. And then, and then after a minute, Gar, Gar will you know take a deep breath and and kind of let it out, and the claws will fade. Can I add to that real quick? So as you're trying to do your little breathing and calm down thing, 
remembering what Harry was yelling at me before about uh, Calypso is going to cast uh, digitation. There we go. I can never say this freaking word. And there's little music. Yeah, little music notes and like little lullaby noises are going to play right next to you as you're trying to calm down. Yep. So in my head, I'm just imagining uh, Calypso playing, working at the car wash, and just them just pulling out the blow dryers and everything. Sorry. More like a lullaby, no. I think. Yeah, for, for Gar in this situation, it's like soft kitty, warm kitty. Little ball of like, you know. Purr, purr, purr. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Alright. So, combat is now over. Okay, Mary, uh, whoever. Quentin just kind of like leans further against the wall and just slides down to the ground, panting. Like, uh. <laughs> uh Gar's gonna turn to uh, Harry and, and go, high five, that was amazing. Harry's um, just like staring at their arms, <laughs> at their hands, and then they're like looking at you. <laughs> and they're like, um, you seem, you seemed very angry. <laughs> there for a second. <laughs> well, yeah. Ugly creatures attacked my friends. Why wouldn't I be angry? Uh, I, I... Okay. Good point. Good... And they just go back to rubbing their arms. Probably also double-checking that their bandages are still Oh, yeah. Ab- absolutely. They're just pro- properly. But they're just like... There's definitely like a, you know, t- touching over it to make sure that everything's okay rather than a like visual it's it's more of like a comfort thing like okay yeah. i can feel them they're still there it's it, it, everything is fine and that's never happened before and that was weird you know that kind of vibe from fairy like i i feel like too they would be more concerned about like fighting gar about like what was going on with gar if that hadn't happened uh can i cast detect magic i'm like completely ignoring everybody right now yeah yeah you can totally cast detect magic yeah, I'm kind of like pushing past everybody towards the chest where um, Astra was. Yep. Uh, and, you know, at the time, Gar is actually slowly and carefully taking like this little leather rag and scooping up the treasure and putting it back in the chest. Like, Crudak. Crudak. You mean? Sorry. Sorry, Crudak. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. It's not good. English is my good language. <laughs> all right. He's just doing all that and, like, so what did I miss, guys? Gathering up the the treasure, there is at least a hundred gold pieces uh, in the chest that you. Speaking of treasure, what happened to the crystal ugly lady was holding? She took it with her. Yeah, she took it. Teleported away. Yeah, because sure did. She picked it up. Calypso was like put it down, and she was like holding her rapier up. Yeah. Yeah. Rapier up her, and then that's when she shoved her. Okay, so Astra and the sea witch are not the same person. Uh, Astra dropped her glamour, so basically she became the sea witch. So then so she crystal in her body? No. Astra, she... They're the same person. They, Astra was just using magic to make herself look like Astra, but really she looks like the sea witch. Because she is the sea witch. Okay. Yeah. She casted, basically she casted thaumaturgy to pull up a glamour of some sort. And then she casted a high-level teleport to bamf herself out. But because of the fact that it's concentration on both of those spells, she dropped one to bounce out. Yep, yep, exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, she she basically was using magic to deceive you all, which actually 
like you guys said outside makes sense why she was rolling terribly because she was like, yeah. having to concentrate on this glamorous belt not to like lose mm. it and then at the end she kind of goes back into herself lets it go and reveals her true self to like hey i got what i wanted i don't need you guys anymore hey, i'm i'm out of here yeah i'm just gonna say it was really suspicious to have to save a sea elf in the water <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Next time we'll put her in a tower. Got it. Pinching, pinching her nose right now so hard. So what happened, and why did that bridge disappear, guys? Um, did I see anything when I casted that real quick before I respond? Yes, but it shows you something that you're not kind of prepared for. Um, you kind of feel like a like there's not. Yeah, there is definitely some residue of necromancy, whatever the, the spell type that would be for summoning evocation, I believe. I think so, yeah. Conjuration is its own school. Okay, so conjuries, there's definitely some necromancy left over from, like, the ink that still kind of hit the walls behind you over here. Um, and then there's some conjuration here. But it's just, the the necromancy is just residue. It's not, like here permanently um mm-hmm. you kind of though like the treasure chest itself has like a faint trace of natural magic on it was m- moved here right but that natural magic if you take a step back like this direction mm-hmm. it leads back into and in, right you're only seeing it 30 feet at a time but it seems yeah. to lead back into the rest of the cave Okay. Oh shit, there's a level two. Not exactly. <laughs> um, Darn. <laughs> Alright, so knowing that I'd respond to Krudak in in harsher terms than typical Calypso yep. uh, would say, well, Grandpa, we got fucked. That's what happened. Oh, by who? As you... No, this is a giant tone. Yeah. And... Calypso is quite moody. She would squat, even though she's relatively your height, and look you in the eye. By our pretty captured little princess. That's who. Oh, god damn it. I knew that archer thing should have fallen. And he says, and he just swears up and down in Dwarven. So, he then immediately pulls out this old-ass hell book, and you see him flip it around and flip up the last page, and he starts scribbling something in the back, and then he closes it and goes, Right. I need to go ahead and start working on some shit. Fuck. All right. Captain, also, your treasure. And she's going to gesture to Vitor. And she's going to walk away. She ain't deep. Uh, Calypso, because detect magic lasts for a while, you can't, like, yeah. turn it off. Um <laughs> Everything's neon. You're walking back and yeah, everything's neon, but something's shiny and gold. And like you can kind of still see it. Like you know, it's leading this way. You can even see like the gold, like magical trails. Like you can sense there is some magical treasure. Do we have a way across this thing yet? Uh that green Uh, is a rope. (laughs) You kind of have to climb across it, but yeah. The poor neon-colored etch-a-sketch on the map right there is an actual rope, and if you notice on the other side, you see my golem just holding one hand on the rope, just trying to do the moral support. 
He's holding it. Hey, Garth. Yeah? Throw me. <laughs> there you go. Uh... She's going to put her arms up and be like, let's go. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, except Gar's not going to uh, throw uh, Calypso. Gar's going to just jump. What? With me? Try it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys, oh, you no. Calypso, hold on. Hold take on a again. step back. And hold she's, on. Hold on. And you hold think on. Gar's going to throw you, and then he just starts running. Wait, wait, wait. She's going to be like, she's going to smack you on the back. And she's like, kind of thinking like, I didn't ask for this. Giving you bardic inspiration, please, for the love of God. (laughs) I want to, okay, can I jump to the other side first? Like, this is going to take a second. I want to see this wind up and be like, no, I need to be on the other side. (laughs) How could this happen to me? You toss the treasure chest over before you go jumping, because I don't have the strength to do it. I can't. Um, why don't we just use the why don't we just use the ropes to carry uh, oh, Krudak, don't you make anybody go across? Hold up, hold up. Krudak, don't you have a bag? Can't you just put the treasure inside the bag? Well, I'll try again, but not right in there. But first, wait, hold up. Gar, if you will. What? And he's and then Krudak is just gonna pull out his bug and just watch. What? He's waiting for oh, you to jump. He jump. wants to watch you jump. Okay. So you can break inspiration. I swear if you drop me. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> it's a D6, yes. yes. Uh, I, I'm just gonna roll that first. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, just preemptively. That's a solid. That's a solid beginning. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, so, so <laughs> I, I have a minimum plus ten right now. Okay. Watch so, out uh, for the rope. Uh, that's a dirty twenty. All right, let's go. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Gar, Gar, Gar with Calypso just, just runs and leaps and and, uh, <laughs> and then and then sets sets Calypso down. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and that's when she's gonna turn. I see something. Whether you follow me or not, up to you. Got your back. Yep, it's it's getting brighter over here. Oh God. Yeah, Mer- Merwin is tiredly leaning against the wall, watching this. Just like, <laughs> just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking big people. I'm not big. I'm smaller than you. Barely. Uh, me. It's all me. <laughs> so, all right. Harry, you you, the you definitely made going. that jump across. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Here, go ahead and continue, DM. I was just saying because Perry rolled to to jump across. You jumped across before they did, right? Yeah, and I accidentally rolled on that, but I got a sixteen on the actual physical die. Okay. Uh, so that was still a twenty-four. Okay. So you were probably over there. Okay, and then what was Krudak gonna do? Uh, Krudak was going, uh, remembering the Sir Ford incident, he's going to attempt to put the chest in his bag. If it doesn't fit, then he's going to go, okay, plan B. He grabs the rope, starts hog tying, taking his time to hog tie it, and then he's going to escort it on the rope bridge itself. Um, you could also, just as an aside, you could totally fit, like, all the gold in uh, bag. Krudak's got an idea. 
Kudos had an idea to to change uh, to make a traveler's kit, basically. Handy haversack is what you want. Yeah, not like a haversack, but like um, you know, like one of those uh, LARPing tent kits that you can easily carry as a backpack. He wants to make one of those, and this is kind of step one because you need a chest to put all your shit in. So he's got but that. He wants he's got the, the chest. idea of yeah. He wants the chest. So, uh, so okay. empty all the treasure into the bag and make the chest lighter. Yeah, that would probably be your best bet. Cause... Well, I can easily just close the chest and then put the bag in and then boom. That's too super one. They had the unseen servant or whatever that spell is. Yeah, unseen servant's a good one. Tensor sword and disc is a good one. I don't know how big it is square footage wise, but weight wise, it would probably fit. I'm going to oh. take my time with this. I don't, so yeah. Just a little heads up. I, a a typical bag of holding is a duffel bag. It is uh, two foot cylinder like... by four feet in length. Yeah. Okay. I was just trying to figure uh, out. I've kind of made it. I've kind of made it into a haversack. So. Like a backpack kind of way. Yeah. 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 I was just trying so. to see how much the the bag of the little bag can hold. Yeah. It can hold. You can hold five hundred pounds. Five hundred yeah. pounds. Uh, and yeah, it has, an open, it has an open open diameter of two feet. Got it. Uh, yeah, the chest why, might be a little bulky to get in there, but it can definitely like hold it. All right. What is um, I'm going to take my time with this and Jerry try to jerry rig it in. I'm also going to point out that we have a way across via rope bridge. Please take your time. Do not rush it. And uh, I will be there shortly. And then just get in there. <laughs> Come in, your treasure chest. You're going to need the bag now. Uh, Does that make me the official treasurer right there? Because I'm literally taking a treasure chest. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) are. (laughs) (laughs) Objects up to 10 feet by 5 feet by 3 feet can... So, yeah. Is Gar still carrying Calypso? Uh, no. (laughs) Uh, As soon as they jumped across, he, he... Uh, he set he set him he set her down, and then he looked yeah. over at he looks over at Perry's like yeah we did it. The flip says uh, smoother. Her skirt skirts off a bit and just walk towards where she wanted to go. That is not, that was not your instructions. <laughs> this was probably safer. Tbh. I was just trying to figure out the size of of the thing. So that I could, we could fit the the chest in the bag directly, which I think was what Krudak was trying to do. Look at Avatron. They're they're twenty four inches tall and thirteen inches wide. So if this is a really, if this is a, it'd be a, chest, it'd be a stretch, but it could technically fit. Yeah, I mean the. Uh, depending on the chest size, if it's like a small little coin chest that no, like, it's not. Uh, nah. It's like a steamer if truck. It's, a, it's not bigger. Yeah. Oh, so is it like ye old clothing steamer trunk Renaissance thing? Yeah, it's like a big chest. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, I mean, if we can get it in there, yeah. I mean, um, okay. we could always hold off on this. I mean, regardless, Captain has to divvy up the coinage to begin with. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you could you um, could shovel all the coins individually into into your bag of holding. 
you could probably just need to discuss with this. Your he needs to discuss this with his former treasurer first. But <laughs> just, but uh, just uh, hypothetically speaking, if someone was to yeet said empty chest across the barrier because the chest could be utilized on the ship. Yeah, yep. I'm assuming. Yeah. That yeah. What would the it's strength check need to be? It's uh, so well. You can also do this. Use the rope bridge pounds? and just push it across. Yeah, you could also use another rope and use basically like a lever yeah. pulley system to take it across, no problem. Which I think is what Vidar was talking about. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so that's what that I'm trying to So, just to RP this, you see Kurak attempting to do it one corner, and it's not fitting. And he goes around another corner, which is a different corner, but the same angle. Still not fitting. He then kicks it and he kicks it and goes, ah! Ah, son of a... Fuck it. I was listening to them. And he opens up the trunks again and just begins pouring all the gold inside his haversack. That's him to get out. Got it. Okay, cool. Yep. He then picks up the empty chest and then hogties it and then sends it sliding across. Which then gets... And I tell my golem to carry the chest with one hand. Okay. So He's yeah, uh, going to continue... He's going to continue supporting the thing until everybody's across. Via either jumping or using the rope. And then when that's all done, he's going to go ahead and just, uh, he's going to go ahead and uh, pull the rope on one side and pull the rope on the other, just trying to get the rope back. Yeah. Uh, Vida and Merwin are the, 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 the main two that haven't decided if they're going across or how. Merwin's going to use the rope and, okay. you know, do like basically. Do, Grab it and then swing his legs up and pull himself across. Okay. Because he is too tired for anything fucking else. Yeah. And you're going to take your time with it? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So if you're taking your time with it and you're kind of grabbing, I will say you've got enough athletics to make oh, that happen. We, yeah. We also, uh, before we cross, we, gra- we grab any daggers that missed, you know. The daggers that are on the ground over here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. We pick up all of our knives again. Yep. And then I think it's just Vidar to uh to cross if you're gonna cross the rope or try to do a yep, fancy I'll jump. Just cross, take my time. Okay. Oop. Okay. I made it smaller, but it's actually taken up like two spots, but still. Okay, cool. So yeah, you go across. Uh Calypso, you're seeing the shininess get brighter over here. So I assume you're heading back this way, right? Correct, I'm following it, yeah. Okay, cool. You start following it kind of back down the path. Um, at first, you're going kind of the way you came, but then there's like a fork in the road, a fork in the cave. Right. Um, and there's a section over here that is not very well lit at the moment. But with your... Uh, I'm assuming right here. Yeah. Oh, right there. Okay. Over here. Why did I move? That was weird. I didn't move at that time. <laughs> right there. Okay. Yeah, right there. Car is right up. <laughs> Car's falling. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I just I saw the choking. Marilyn's trudging, trudging his way over as well. Like, fuck it. Is there something else we have to fight in here? Uh, let's see. Cal- Calypso, do you have dark vision or no? Let me check real quick. It doesn't look like it. Let me see. Where would I see that? It should be in features and traits, but I don't see it, so it doesn't look like you um, have it. Which makes sense. I don't think Kitsune have dark vision. 
No, but I can cast Fairy Fire. That's true. Or well, they call it Foxfire. It is. It is. Um, directly, it's the box under the saving throws where it's got like your passive whiz intelligence and stuff. Yeah, there it is. Um, just to, for the sake of Beverly and stuff, Krudok is going to retrieve his rope that he used for the rope bridge. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to command his, uh, just, he's going to command this thing to sprint with the treasure chest. And if you may have noticed in the front of the cave, that is where the S S O W crate <laughs> is. Yeah. And he's going to put the empty, he's going to put, he's going to command the, Command the construct to put the empty chest next to the SOW. Okay. Great. And then hustle back to us. Okay. Spoil, spoils of war. Yep. yep. I will uh, cast Fox, quote unquote, Foxfire. Okay. Just to help me. Yeah. Uh, so, so Gar could see this as he's walking up behind you because Gar does does have a dark vision. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have our dark vision. My seeing eye draw. Okay, got it. Uh, and so you see in front a another like pile of gold. It looks like maybe somebody tried to move like a chest of of stuff. So there is gold coins and kind of like a half buried chest um, in the middle here. Uh, Calypso, you're seeing this, and then you're also seeing something kind of coalescing on the wall over here. If we're having trouble with sight and needing to look at things in detail, I can cast uh, um, dancing lights, and all oh, of I, I, oh. all all of my all I have four dancing lights, and they are uh, all in the shape of sharks. They're blue blue lights in the shape of sharks so dancing around at, at uh, what what is the distance? Uh, uh, it goes 120, 120 feet range, but they're uh, 60 feet, uh, 20 feet of one another. So they're all within, they're all within 20 feet of me. Oh. Uh, also, Calypso's Foxfire did this. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's all shiny and purple now. It's all shiny and purple now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just like, ooh, more glowy shit, and walks closer. Right. Perry is following at, like, a couple steps behind those two. Okay. Um, the colors that I'm seeing is the, I'm like I see the gold. We yep. already discussed that. Yeah, yeah. But am I seeing anything else in here that I should acknowledge? The the the, the literal skeleton that's over here. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cough. Cough. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> as you start to get closer, you see an old skeleton. This does not look as old as the Drake skeleton. This looks much more recent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is... It is definitely here. Um, it looks like there were more chests in this room. And you can kind of see some faint drag marks that kind of disappear. Right. Oh, so, I don't know if God. you would put two and two together to, like think of everything but you probably are aware that there was some sort of earlier expedition then yeah that's what i was going to assume when you guys were here yeah so uh calypso is going to turn all for vidar go poke the bones with my sword uh i'm gonna put my hand out like, and ask us to hold on to hold on real quick because <laughs> i'm seeing a bunch of things going okay. on right now okay all right 
Okay. Kudok is going to go ahead and be like walking up right behind you guys and then goes, why are we looking at, oh, there's treasure. I wonder if we'll go uh, back to this shit. And I'm oh, going to shit. literally oh, use shit. my. Guys, guys. I'm push you back. No, guys. This, literally... is ah, I, this is a. Oh, shit. The witch. You can't see your ship from where you are, by the way. You'd have to go outside. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're worried about the ship. Yes, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Vidar. So. I mean, Hottis and the rest of the dude, the, the guys are on the ship. Like, hopefully that, that's she, okay. But also, but also, keep in mind, she can pull a glamour and make up a lie story and try to do a charm thing on them. I suppose. So, right now, you see Kurok realizing pissed and worried that their ride may have bounced with that son of a frickin' uh, witch. Yeah, you can totally head out towards the cave and go see. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and, like, just really quick, just gonna go ahead and book it while you guys are doing that. Okay. Merowin's not worried about it. He can breathe underwater <laughs> and swim. <laughs> okay, so then it's going to be Vidar. Okay, so calling for Vidar. Yep. Uh, she's going to take a moment, pull him up, and she's going to make it a point to explain to him what she's seeing right now. Yep. Um, because everyone's a little bit disheveled and going through their manic episodes, cough, dwarf, cough. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm trying to make it a point that we weren't the first people to fall victim to the situation. And I'm going to point out the weird coalescing magic thingy. And she's going to be like, I see, I see purple. And yeah, Captain. I guess I can attempt an arcana check to see what she's talking about. Yeah. Because I don't really have anything else that I could do prepared. Everyone's just like, what the fuck's purple mean? Yeah, like, the purple you're seeing is just things are lit up, but Calypso's actually seeing, like, magic lines and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you want to give me an arcana. I never actually used the bardic inspiration earlier. I'll say you can use it now, sure. Yep. It's like an acid trip without the acid. Let's be real. So, 16. 16. Yeah, so, you you don't have your 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 magic sight on like she does, but you can sense that there is some residue here. Um, It kind of, and and being that you're a druid, you kind of sense some of the energies of ancient creatures. So, like, this is definitely where the Drake lived. Um, And you kind of, you know, you haven't seen a horde yet, so you're guessing maybe it's somewhere near here. Maybe it wasn't all bullshit. Um, question. Yeah. While they're doing this, do I need to make any roll to figure out if the sh- if the ship is gone or not? You duck out the cave entrance. And you're like, the ship is right there in front of you, exactly where you left it. Ah. Um, there's another ship that's coming along. Does not. Does appear- it look like not friendly or friendly? It's it's coming towards you guys. Uh, it does not look. Like it's not flying any any flags that you recognize. Let's let's put it that way. So it's not flying like an angry pirate flag, but it's also not flying like an imperial or Volan flag that you can see. Okay, it's just that moment. Like, oh, thank God, our ride is turns the other ship. 
nope. And then immediately starts booking it back to the other people. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those, like, it doesn't, like, it's not, like, shooting. There's no shouting. It's like, it looks like it's just coming this way. That's all you can tell from here. Alrighty. Okay. So, Go ahead and continue. Okay, so yeah, you uh, you can sense that, like, this is... This is the lair of an ancient drake, and there does appear to be, especially where Calypso's pointing, there does appear to be some sort of, like, like it, if if a creature lived here, that's where it was very often. Um, so there's currently lights in here already, right? Yeah, Calypso casts Foxfire and everything's kind of lit up. Okay, uh, I think I'm just gonna roll a perception check to see if I see anything. Okay. Kind of just, like, check the area. Uh-huh. Of course it rolled from a 19 to a 1. <laughs> it's too purple. You don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I could just, you know, cast Dark Vision on myself. Uh, you could also turn into, like, a small creature, right? Yeah, I don't know what would help me in this situation, though. Like a badger? Like a bat. Ooh, or a bat. Bats. I was thinking badger, because... Digging critter can see in dark. But bat can see even better in dark. Echolocation. Can, can, yes. te- can technically hear better in dark. <laughs> so I, I, I've been hanging back for a while. I know that they talked. Uh, did I hear them talking about like the magic lines or whatever? Or was that more of a private conversation between you? Calypso did say she saw something, but she didn't. I don't think she said magic lines. Okay, so then I'm just going to I'm just going to go in there. I'm just going to sneak in. Okay. Do a little bit of investigating. Yeah, I'm going to turn into a bat and try it again. Okay. <laughs> Vita is too busy turning into a bat to notice Perry sneaking up. Nor do I really care. Yeah. Can I roll perception? Because I want to go poke the dead body with my sword. Uh, <laughs> I was told I'll, to stop. I'll roll a stealth check, I guess. Yeah, go ahead and roll stealth. Uh, Marwan, roll that perception. Uh, Gar, roll that perception, too. 21. Ooh, okay. 20. There it is. I'm so sorry, you missed it by one. <laughs> <laughs> missed it by that much. Oh, jeez, both of them. <laughs> you see something moving, but like the purple um, glow makes it kind of hard to see. God damn, Vidar. I'm a bat. Part of my language, but... I see everything. Perfect. Sort of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> perceive it all. So, Perry, where do you end up going into the room? Um, I'm going to hug the walls and just sort of, I guess, go around them in order to try, sort of go this way. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. And I want to um, invest. So, like, I have dark vision. I know everything is purple, but I, I also have dark vision. So, like, I, I'm just trying to investigate. And I'm like, everybody's taking too long. So, I'm just going to take a look. Yep. Typical, yep. typical teenage bullshittery. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, you rolled investigation, Perry? Uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm doing what did you right get? Now, what did you get? Oh, a 19 on the die. Um, plus one. So a dirty 20. Dirty 20. 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, at first it just kind of looks like a rock wall. But you kind of, like, 
slide your hand far enough over and look up and realize that you're you're kind of standing next to a door. Oh, can I? Can, is it locked? Like, can I open it? It is. It is a locked door. Yes, it is. It does not appear to even have a handle on it. As you kind of look, it does have a couple incomplete ruins on it. Uh, so. I'm not the magic person. So I think that I would fall over to Vidar, but not finding him. <laughs> yeah, Vidar is currently a bat who now, having turned into a bat, senses where Perry is, who has snuck past everybody. And um, also where the half-buried chest, the bones, and the door are. Um, I, I was not finding Vidar, I would look for Krudak. Not finding Krudak, I'm like, God damn it, it's gotta be Calypso. So... He's <laughs> uh, gonna go fly around Perry's head briefly and then go perch on the chest and just screech because bats can screech. Yep. Oh. And if you're thirsting for Krudak, you'll see. Oh. So Perry would say, so Perry would like yell at Calypso, hey Calypso, there's like some arcane symbols or something on the door here. Um, if you want to take a look, and there's like this weird bat that just is looking at me. I'm gonna go check that out. With a bat, <laughs> she's gonna go. That bat is if our. If you were, if you were looking for Krudok, you would probably see him bolting through the hallway towards you guys. <laughs> well, oh yeah, that's pretty standard. That's fine. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna go so. over here. <laughs> Yeah, so she's going to say, and she's going to be like, the bat's our captain. Uh, you can help him if you want to look in the chest, so I'll go check out the door. I'm going to carefully step around, said corpse. No touchy the corpse. Bad juju. Damn. You can touch the corpse. Ah, that's free game. Go for it. Yay! Marilyn goes to poke the corpse with his sword. Uh... So when I go to look at the door, so we're gonna stand here and we're gonna. Am I doing an investigation, bones. or is it perception? Like what am I? What am I doing? Uh, well, you because you're still under the effect of for for it because it lasts for like an hour, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah, you're still under the effect of detect magic, and so you kind of walk up and you can kind of see the lines of runic magic that are on this. What is, like. You don't know if you would have seen it if you didn't have your your detect magic on, but now you can clearly see it. And you're like, oh, duh, there's a door right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a solid stone door with no handle on it, no apparent latches on it, but it has a few runes on it. Um, Are they anything I would recognize? They kind of look like someone describing the weather. Um, they one of them, like they're they're kind of pieces, bits and pieces of them. They're they're um. You probably remember some of them from like your early spell classes, but like they're kind of broken up. Right. But yeah, you you get the distinct sense that that it's describing something. Um, but the runes are incomplete, so you could draw something in there to complete them. Right. So. Which weather symbols are showing? The one that you can see is sky. 
and that one's showing. Mm-hmm. And then there's sort of a broken piece in the middle that appears to start with cloud. And then at the bottom, there is sea. So the ones you can see is sky, cloud, blank, sea. I will contemplate while everybody else investigates and do their thing. Okay, so Krudak has sprinted himself back in. <laughs> Guys, you ain't gonna like this. <laughs> uh, what's wrong, Krudak? Giant ship going to ram, or at least I think going to ram, front entrance. A.K.A. we walk into a trap. Um, Fuck! Uh, poor Krudak, he's so paranoid. What what he actually saw was just another ship coming by, but, you know, that's not what he said, so yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Perry's like, wait, wait, wait. Hey, wait. you said ship going straight forward, so I just assumed it was right coming to us by freaking fuck the, out. The ship <laughs> is coming towards the entrance? Like, they're, like, it's gonna, like, ram the island? Yeah, yeah. At least I think that's the case. I didn't quite get a good look. For funny's sake, would that be persuasion? Ships don't go on the land. Yeah, I would say that's uh, that's got to be persuasion with with because uh, you have no reason to believe that 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 Krudak is because he's not really lying. He's just he's paranoid and freaked out, and so that's what he thought he saw. You know, so he's not even like doing it consciously. At least that's kind of how I'm understanding it. I I think. Uh, sorry if you're gonna roll, but I I think Perry would just be like, I'm just gonna go check that out. I'll I'm gonna go do, that. and then they're just gonna leave. And they're like, somebody help out the uh, VR bat. <laughs> considering that's one move, you can get all the way down there. I know that's forty feet. Uh, <coughs> I was reading the monk rules, like <coughs> trying to be prepared. And I was like, oh gosh, that means they can get 10, but it's only 10 feet. It's not per 10 feet per level, or that would be extra broken. Oh yeah, but don't worry, the mobile feet is coming, so it's it's gonna, oh, get, no. oh, it's gonna get bonkers. It's, it's gonna get ridiculous. Anyways, Marowyn's gonna, like, just turn and look at the bat. It's a bat. Has he ever seen a bat? Screech. <laughs> it's a tiny little white bat, too. <laughs> Even cuter. <laughs> and, and, is now distracted by the bat. <laughs> Still perched on a chest, by the way. Yep. And Merwin attempts to pick up Boss Batman. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was you. Like, no. You still have room in your in your bag there. Okay, so Boss Man's not gonna let Merwin pick him up. Um, so if you want me to look. And what's in there, you kind of got to move, dude. This particular chest has some, like, a couple gold pieces strewn about, but it is otherwise half buried in the sand and looking mostly not full of treasure. Yeah, we'll take the gold pieces out to be divvied up later. Yep. Perry, it only takes you, like, two minutes to get back out to the cave. Uh, and by this point, the other ship that Krudek has mentioned is approaching the island, but it is on its way as if it's trying to, like, you know, now that it's gotten closer, you can see, um, give me a perception check, actually. Perception. Ideally, we're good at these. 
We are not good. Ideally. Nine. It's a ship. It's coming by, but she's definitely not gonna gonna ram the island. Um they're 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 brightly colored creatures waving um from the uh deck of said ship. Oh no, they don't know how to drive. Oh no. Oh my god, I know what this is. Could I so we have a we obviously took like a dinghy or something in order to come close, right? Yep, yep, yep. And our ship is a little bit off. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna how far how far off is our ship? Um, not super far off. I would say probably like hundred feet. Okay. Are you, so then are you gonna I'm swim gonna, it? Yeah, I'm just gonna swim it. Um okay. and I'll I'll swim up to the ship. And I will like get our crew's attention so that they like put down a ladder and let me up. And I want to talk to Hottis about it. I, I want to get Hottis's attention. Be like, hey, there's a ship on the horizon that's coming our way. Like, what do we, what should we do? I don't. I can't should see we it be, well. Should we be worried? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, I, looking for an authority figure. I'm looking for an adult. I need an adult. <laughs> so she she grabs a a spyglass. And uh, she grabs a spyglass and sort of looks out and she's like, oh, and she starts waving towards them and hands you the spyglass. Okay, so then I would look through the spyglass and look, you look at them. through the spyglass and you find and you see um, th- the first thing you see is three Aarakocra that are on the, the, the deck of this ship that are kind of waving and shouting uh, towards you. One of them is a um, one of their feathers is a mix of bright blues and greens uh, with black talons and beak and yellow eyes. The other one is is a dark brown um, with some streaks of like darker colors, kind of like a little bit of wood grain looking thing. Um, he has a tan beak and talons with brown eyes. Aw, birdies. And the last one is a, um, is, uh, looks a little bit smaller, um, icy blue and white, uh, gray beak, gray talons, and bright blue eyes. And I don't get the vibe that they're, like, that they, they would be with Astra, uh, the, the, the old sea They don't look evil or anything, right? They just look like they're approaching they're approaching and they appear to like be waving at the ship to see like what are you doing hanging out over here kind of thing (laughs) okay um i guess i will wave back and be like so should i like go over there like is that something that i should do to hottest hottest will uh sort of grab a couple of crewmen and have them bring up a couple of flags and she kind of starts like telling them what to hold up and when and they then you kind of see another like more a couple more plain colored Aarakocra come up and uh um and they start signaling too and and then you can see Hadis has taken like a little bit of a note and is like taking out she's like no no they're just they're checking in on us and the, they want to know if this is a good spot to stash their rum 
Um, I mean, maybe now that all the things are dead. There's there's a lot of things that we killed in there that would have been the good a good security system, but they're dead now. <laughs> maybe <laughs> she's like I'm maybe so she's like okay well I have them signed maybe and then uh they want to permission to board our ship. She looks directly at you as she says that. Uh, like to- yeah yeah to to come parlay, come talk. Uh, well, I feel like parlay is is good. I feel like I should not be the person who has the most power on the ship right now, but I am. So yeah, let's parlay. <laughs> and so we'll, we'll let them sort of pull up and get across while we come back into the the room here where Calypso is contemplating the door. The door. Yes. This could be a number of things. Uh, was the chest investigated? I was hoping Krudak put the money in his bag if he had room. I'm not talking the, about that chest. The, I'm talking about the chest that the is on. Chest in the middle. Yeah, Merwin opened it. There, there was a couple, couple pe- pieces of gold. There's a couple there pieces any- of gold. Uh, I will say that there is also on the ground what kind of looks like a piece of chalk, yeah. but is blue. I'm gonna I'm grab that. Okay. First attempt. I'm gonna try to draw the sun. Okay. No. Nothing happens. Well, you know. All right. Good thing I got a lot of fabric. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> wipe it off. Uh, I'm gonna draw rain. Uh, so you're trying to, you're starting to draw like it. It it almost seems complete. It does seem like there's something missing when you draw the rain, but a lightning it, bolt. A bat lands on Calypso's shoulder and casts guidance because it's a touch. Yep. Um, giving a the, D4 for any ability check. There you go. Okay. Uh, Would this be like history or insight? Because you said the like thinking of or Arcana. That's. I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking. Can All right. I assist on this as well, just by giving your oh, advantage. Oh, sorry. If you go over there and help out, yeah. Yeah. That. Sorry, I double tapped. So you said Arcana? Uh, yeah, go ahead and do Arcana. Go ahead and roll it with advantage. Okay, so one. How I kind of envision this is Kredak kind of walks up and he's like, you know, they, they got that chest handle, but this door is kind of cool. It reminds me of this one time and he starts telling okay. like a grandpa story about magic oh, and stuff. It's like, and... it's like for moving craftsmanship, like, wow, the stonework on this. It must have taken thousands of years. Oh, you're trying so, to sell this here. Let me 14. help you out with that. Yeah. 14, the highest one, with the plus two because the D4 from. Yep, yep. For guidance. Um, so you, you start drawing the rain, and it does seem like there is one section missing. And with the guidance from Vidar, you suddenly think storm. Yeah, lightning bolt. So you draw the lightning Kratow. bolt. And the the door appears to glow um, blue, and she's gonna mutter under her breath. I should have known. Glides over. <laughs> she's still in denial about everything. <laughs> Laughing bat. <laughs> she's just gonna scold, like look at you, scolding, squeaking. <laughs> and beyond the door, brightly lit. You can see the Drake's Horde. 
Do we all see this? Uh, anybody who's in line of sight of the door. (laughs) So you and I see it right now. Uh, I would call, well, and Vidar. Vidar, because he's technically on your shoulder. (laughs) Is it that moment like we say, oh, we found a wallet. Wait, it's full of traps. Give us a moment. We'll be right back. Is there any magic on this horde? The only magic on the horde, is, well, there's magic in the horde, but not magic well, yeah. that is like, hey, this is a spiky thing. More like old druidic natural magic. So, so nothing malicious. Got it. Dragon magic, Drake magic. Well, maybe that'll cheer us up. Hey, Gar. Yeah. Hey, Marilyn. What? Uh, Shazam. And she's just going to gesture towards the door. Grudak is immediately, like, just after everybody else goes in, he's just covering, he's going to go ahead and try to exaggerate. Like, we got to hurry up before they slam us. Yeah. But just that moment of, like, uh, contemplating life, hmm, buried alive or uh, shiny gold kind of thing. Hey, Captain, can we get the crew to run a, like, a a system here to get all this onto the ship? Or do I need to go? Oh, God. No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, all I was going to say is, it is a true dragon's, like Drake's horde. There are chests, there is a large, ornate mirror, um, there, are, there is an amphora, there are gems, and you can see scrape marks that are still, like, in the earth. So, apparently that chest came from here. Hmm. Here, and there's a dead body next to it. I mean, it's bones, but it's still a dead body. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we can only, I can only assume that there is more bad juju in there. And I'm not seeing anything malicious. There's no trappy necromanty stuff. Uh, out of character knowledge. Essentially, she wanted the thing and she probably hired another crew to do it. They did not make it out. And so she's like, oh, okay, well, I need to hire some more floozies to help me get the thing i want you know and we were the floozies yeah exactly <laughs> we were very successful floozies i mean All right so this is not a terrible haul i mean no that's oh. what i was saying we should probably get the crew to run like a factory train to get it all out. in there with just absolute horror on my face because i can't see what what the other two see in terms of uh magic and traps so I'm, I think I'm the only one who can see right now. Calypso said it was safe. So <laughs> Merwin just strolls on in. Uh, and this is probably the most amount of like money, things worth money that he's ever seen. But the thing that catches Merwin's eye is not the money or the shinies. It is a book that is sitting on top of the you know, on top of one of the boxes that's over here. And it is a very ornate leather-bound text that says The Art of Dueling. And it has a picture Ooh. of a fighter with a sword on it. Gilded Ooh. pages, by the way. He's, he's definitely touching that. <laughs> he's like, uh, I don't care about the money, I'm touching the book. Is is Vidar still a bat? A or bat. V- I think so. He's on uh, my shoulder at the moment. This way, he probably like, blends in. Because he's just behind. his shoulder. Yeah. Kruduk is probably going to fall behind and give Gar a 
Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Kruduk is going to go following behind Gar, and he's going to tap him on the shoulder, open up the handbag, and say, fill her up. <laughs> uh, did, did, uh, we, I filled up, I hopefully filled up all the gold from outside. Um, yeah, that was a hundred gold. That was a hundred gold. Okay. Uh, if we're going yeah. by, uh, Merowin would throw should... pieces from the center chest in the bag. He's just like, I got a book. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to everybody. It's like, all right, if you see shinies you want, put them in the bag. And then we'll let the crew, and we'll and then boss if, go with the other idea. All right, I'm going over here. <laughs> uh, per the rules, every 50 coins count as a pound of weight. Um, yeah. I figured 100 wouldn't be too bad. Right, so that's two pounds. Uh, how much was in the other chest? I mean... This one out here was actually mostly emptied. It has gold dust, which is more like iron pyrite, and then there were, like, five gold coins floating around here. Got it. Gar is... He may not what? know what people need for spell components, but he is aware that spell components aren't a thing, so he will, in a separate bag, he will gather up the gold dust, thinking someone might need it for a spell. Ooh, uh, there you uh, go. Yeah, write that down, too, because I will forget. Because <laughs> um, he has family that, gold dust? family that is probably not even a pound. It's probably, like, ten uses. Yeah, uh... It's iron pyrite dust, so gold-colored dust, not actual made of gold, but... Oh, gold's gold. Yeah, but vis visually, you would think it's, like, real gold. So, back on the ship, because we're going to jump while you guys are starting to unload. Okay. Uh, the... Oh, hang on. I need a, I need a name for the Aarakocra ship. Party's Bounty! The Party's Bounty. Oh. Okay, let's see. Uh... Murderous Crow? It says the Night Rift. Oh, meanwhile, Ooh. I was over here, like, called the Havana. Okay. <laughs> the Night Rift pulls alongside Lepnir's chariot, your ship, and three Aarakocra, the three you saw that were on deck, Perry, walk over and introduce themselves. The first one, the brightly colored uh, blue and green one, he says, Hey, good day. I'm Zephyr. Hello, Zephyr. The brown one looks kind of like their version of Gar. <laughs> the big beefy one. And just kind of oh, like... So extra big beefy bird dude. Yep. And he says Talon. Oh, sorry. Talon? Sticks out his feathered hand to shake yours. <laughs> Perry shakes her hand. He has a very, very strong handshake. Oh, okay. <laughs> steps forward okay. and finally the blue and green Aarakocra steps over and she introduces herself as Aurora and she says well I'm glad that you turned out to be friendly because otherwise well you know how it is when you're guiding people who don't listen to you oh god yeah I do that I definitely get um I'm Perry by the way uh, I'm the ship's navigator, and this is Hottis. Uh, our captain is currently on the island. Um, but, I, you know, uh, I'm happy to help in any way we can, you know. Buddies and that on the water. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the navigator <laughs> for our ship as well. Uh, Zephyr over there, he's the captain. And he's he's already like looking around the ship and trying to like look out on the island from the back of the ship and has kind of like wandered towards over there away. He's like introduced himself, went to go look at a different thing. Very ADHD. Relatable. And Talon is kind of keeping eyes on both Aurora and Zephyr, but not really saying anything. Well, uh, I I heard your question earlier. You were asking about whether or not this would be a good place to hide your rum. Um, like I said, we've we've we're we're kind of investigating the island right now. We've done a fair amount of uh, excavation. There's been there's a lot, a lot of wildlife that's been uh, ruthlessly massacred. <laughs> um, we murdered <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, and you know, there, there's a little bit more investigation happening in there. Um, I don't know that this is probably like the, probably the best place to hide your rum. Um, if you're really, uh, interested in keeping it safe, um, seeing as we are currently looting this area. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you're adventurers, aren't you? Oh yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we figured when we saw a ship kind of hanging out in the middle of nowhere. It was either that or your Imperials, and but you're too tall for a dwarf. And seafoam green, yeah. I like the green. Thank you. Yeah, I was born with it. Anyway, um, it, what brings you guys out, out here? <laughs> well, we're currently evading some... Um, other people who uh, want us to pay taxes? Tax evasion. Yeah, I get it. Very hey, totally hey, hey, hey. It. <laughs> no, I'm not judging. I, I get it. Uh, you don't sound like you get it. <laughs> I, this is my voice. This is how I talk. Like, I, you sound like what, me what when I, I was 12. Do you want to okay. be friends it's... or not? <laughs> and she'll kind of trill, chuckle <laughs> melodically, I'd say. No, no, no. All I mean is that I know you don't understand how a rum running business works, and that's okay. All oh, I'm okay. saying is, are you going to be a narc and turn us into the dwarves? No, no. Why would I ever do Where that? Where am I when you need me? <laughs> oh my god. The pirate of the group. I'm dying. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm All sure the by the time you get... aren't here. Yeah. Like, how quickly would you say, hey, let's go get the crew and have them start unloading stuff? Because I know you were starting to say that earlier, right, Calypso? Like, um, how's, how fast do you guys get out of the treasure room and get well, back to yeah. the ship? Well, that's what I was talking to the Vidar about, was that we should just get the crew to run the, run a train. It'd be quicker. You know, load up. One person loads up. One person yep. takes the chest back. Next person replaces them. Yeah, yeah. a couple people stay on the shore watching armed and keeping guard. Yeah. Yeah, that way nobody gets jumped. Yep. And everything gets watched, and then everything can be mutually dropped off in the same place and divvied up. Yep. So... Probably by the Does time the, that this conversation is being had. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Does the handbag get, actually get filled up with as much gold as possible? 
Um, no, no, there's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of stuff, but yeah, what we're going to do is, is smartly, they're going to use the crew. Cause you guys have like 30 people on the ship that can like help haul all this stuff back onto the ship. Yeah. That way you can get David up and examined all at once. And that way we're not kind of confused, like who has what. And that way we, okay. you know, there's enough pay for crew. Yeah. You gotta yeah. pay the crew. Exactly. <laughs> I would also, the moment they feel left just, out. this is just paranoia. It's just uh, the old grandpa talking right in there. While you guys are talking this, make sure you let them know not to take a coin until after they get in the ship. Yeah, don't worry. They don't we will let them take after you. Yep. <laughs> and it, it, just that moment, like, uh, it, he has that moment of, like, I hate, um, yeah. That's that I'm right? I know. <laughs> so... You know, you gotta get Just the thing. Merwin grabs his book, um, and then you you start to head out. Um, Gar would probably see them first because you're closest to the door. If they said, "Hey, we're gonna go get the crew," I'm guessing Gar would be like, "Yeah," and then just head out the door. Right? Would Would Gar grab a chest to go out with? Or that's no? a good question. Would, would you grab would a box? Someone, to... Well, it, 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 would someone hand him a chest, or would someone just say, "Hey, go get the crew"? We'll have I mean, them carry it all in. We might as well take a chest with us on the dinghy back. Okay. So yeah. So I'll mm -hmm. go in and grab. Uh, I'll grab one of the treasure chests. Okay. Wait. I'll grab the biggest one. I'll grab which, <laughs> whichever one ends up being the heaviest. It's probably this one in the back here. Yeah. I'll grab. I'll grab and pick up that one. Um, does huh. it lift or it, does it? Does it feel like it's got stuff in it? Oh, it's heavy. It's heavy. Okay. So yeah, I'll grab that and, and, and haul it out. It's probably what, I mean, it, it's probably a, a chunk of, uh, and so yeah, I will waddle out with that. All right, so you're waddling out. Uh, by this point, Aurora and Perry have been having this conversation. Um, and so yeah, she kind of chuckled at the like, no, I was just, I didn't mean to like make fun of you or anything. I just, you know thinking that that you know rum running is kind of a unique business and it sounds like you haven't run into us before and that's that's I mean, all right no, i haven't do you want to explain it to me because i i love learning new things well we anyways we buy <laughs> we buy uh tariff free rum in torio sometimes we make it but uh to be honest the stuff we make isn't very good um it's very honest of you and the then normally we would Take it down when we bring it to Kulas or uh, or one of the other big cities. They make us pay duties on it before they'll even let us unload it. We got to pay taxes on it, which is dumb and stupid. So we take it and put it places and sell it to people. And we make all the money. You gotta, you gotta, like, I appreciate the hustle. Uh, that's pretty cool, uh, honestly. Um, it's, it's, it's probably, I mean, what, what do they really need with the, the taxes anyway? Like, you're the one who did all the work. Like, why do they get money for it? Like, I get it. I get it. I can understand, like, paying a cut to places, certain places, but, like, to the dwarves? What did they ever do for us? Drink they all the rum? They say they need it for the the folk the the fortress we didn't ask them to build a fortress and barracks and like patrol the seas and and shit man we we can handle our own stuff 
I totally get it. Um, I, I'm going to warn you right now that our boatswain is a dwarf. He's not one of those ones, though. So uh, just fair warning before uh, <laughs> something uh, bad sorry to potentially happens. I'm sorry to break off. I'm sorry to break off of character here, but I was about to say, yo, I'm standing right here. What the fuck? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to nip this in the bud. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Continue. Heroin's too busy looking at his book to really pay attention other than to not run into a wall. By this point, Zephyr has kind of come back and said, well, this is a little out of the way, but I think it might work. Um, When do you expect your crew to... Oh, hey, look, there's people coming out of the cave. And he'll point. Oh, yeah, that's them. That's definitely them. And... Gar comes out lugging this giant chest, and both uh, Zephyr and Aurora's eyes get like real big. Don't, don't start. Don't you dare. I told you that we were already in the midst of working on this. So, like, if you. Hey, finders keepers, man. But, like, that dude's tall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our Gar. He's your guard? Yeah, man. I would hire him as a guard, too. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, that, too. <laughs> uh but yeah no he's he's uh yeah he'll wreck you if you try to double cross us um which yeah totally happened recently <laughs> which is uh you know i i'm sure that's not gonna happen because you know we're here we're, we're here uh we're friends yeah i mean definitely better luck than the, some of the stories we heard when we were started heading this way Oh, what kind of stories did you hear? You didn't, you didn't hear about the ship of the damned. The ship of the damned. What the hell is that? Just like we we saw it once, and never again. And I don't want to run into that closer than the long distance that we saw it at. It, it what did looked it look like, like it was half sunk, but it was still floating on the water, and it it looked like it was piloted by like a kraken. There was like a crack in it, like on on the deck of the half sunken ship. So not like a giant one, like the sea creatures, but like oh, a humanoid one. And there was a chul, like a lobster guy. A lobster dude. Yeah. That sounds that sounds crazy. And then there was on the ship shouting orders. There was this like octopus lady thing you saw this like you saw this with your own eyes swear to bird jesus (laughs) i can't think of the god name right now okay (laughs) (laughs) i was trying not to laugh but (laughs) okay who uh oh wow okay where did you spot it like and then perry's gonna like pull out a map because they always have maps on them now that they're yeah. a navigator. And they're going to be like, so, like, where? In the, like, where did you see oh, this? Somewhere off the edge of the merchant coast. Got it. Kind, like, of, kind of. When we first set sail, that's kind of where we came from, you know, Torio and all that. D- did it, like, seem like it was... I mean, I, I imagine if it's half sunken, it's probably not moving very fast. Like, thing- was it going regular clip? It was going at like a regular clip. It it just headed 
slightly deeper into the the ocean than uh, we dare to tread. You know, that's the ocean of broken dreams for a reason. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah, no, I, I'm glad you didn't find that and that we didn't find that until after you told us about it, because that would have been freaky. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you hear all sorts of things, you know. That one I yeah. saw, though, so that was that was really weird. Yeah. And Zephyr has been just kind of nodding along the whole time, and he says, I'd, we could have taken it, though. We could have taken it. And Aurora's Dude, like, like, no. Zephyr. Shut, shut your beak. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Do I, do, I be, do I believe that they actually saw this? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. How skeptical is Perry? I mean, they've only had books. I yeah, Perry's. I don't. I don't. All I, that I think. Well, no, they're generally kind of a, a. They're not superstitious, but they're generally pretty skeptical of people. Mm-hmm. So, could could I do an insight check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see if she's like. Does it sound like she's telling a tall tale, or does it sound like she's telling you what she saw, or does it sound like a mix? Yeah, yeah. It's a fourteen on the die plus. What did I say? Insight plus eight. So, 22. She doesn't sound like she's lying to you. But it sounds like whatever she saw, she definitely didn't see for very long. Got it. So she, she sort of had a glimpse of this thing. She, she had a lot of details for something that she had a, a, a glimpse of. So Perry's going to take that into account, but be like, okay, well, but obviously there's something going on in the... Uh, the sea of broken dreams and so I, i'm just gonna t- make a mental note of that yeah and, and get from the all the books yeah and from all the books and everyone just general world knowledge the the reason that it is called the ocean of broken dreams is because um no one's actually been able to cross it while it would be the fastest way to get from soul ride of Allah, is just go straight up um no one's ever come back like ever ever same thing with like heading into like Hyaleth on that side of things. The only way people have been able to get there is to go the long way around Azkill and stuff. Um, like this big old section in the middle. Like, yeah, it's a huge ocean, but the only way people have been able to like go along it is to follow the coastline and kind of go around it. Uh, you, if you look at the pinned pictures, it's the uh, so, it's, the world map so, is pinned. So it's like the Bermuda Triangle. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. If the Bermuda Triangle was the whole Atlantic Ocean, yes. Goodness, uh, yeah. Gar, Gar <laughs> is going to set the chest onto the uh, rowboat. Yep. And as and you look up, turn to uh, yeah. Perry and go, friend or foe? Friend for now. Yeah, because you can see them, but you're like a hundred. Yeah, you're like a hundred feet away, so you can see Perry and you can see the bright, shiny Aarakocra. Uh, what does Calypso do when she sees the shiny Aarakocra on the ship? Now that everyone's kind of on the dinghy. She's gonna be like, oh, cool. Oh. Squinty eyes. She knows. She's a general <laughs> bitch. She knows they're hustling something. It's what and what she's gonna get out of it that she's that's coming up next. That's what's gonna happen. This is how this works. Yep. <laughs> Takes a few minutes, but uh, you guys are able to row back to the ship and climb the little ladder up. And you are introduced to Zephyr, Talon, and Aurora. She let Vidar get his introduction in first. Marowyn's just kind of blinking, because, like, 
Oh, he was Harry... he was in the cave, and now he's on the ship, and it's like, wait, what? Yep. Harry would handle the uh, the inter- introduction. They would be like, "Oh, Captain, you're here, Captain Vidar. This is Zephyr, Talon, and Aurora. I've been speaking to Aurora, who's also their navigator, but Zephyr is their captain, and Talon. It is uh, the muscle." Probably. Alan will kind of grunt. Vidar will offer his hand to the captain. I see that my navigator has already been friendly towards you, and hopefully he has offered you drinks. No, I didn't do that. Uh, And then Perry's going to come over to Vidar. And just like whisper in his ear, like the, the 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 general what they've already talked about, like the broken the thing about the ocean of broken dreams, the fact that they're tax evaders, and <laughs> like it's just gonna give you like a a, a, a quick, like twenty second like rundown of everything, and then be like, uh, I'll go get t- uh, started on those drinks, cooks, and allow me jobs. I'm going to go get from my private reserve. In the meantime, my first mate, the Siren, can attend to these fine feathered folk. You have a Siren on. Oh, hello. Calypso's just going to tilt their head, look at Captain, then look back, and then Eric Croker go, so when was the last time you got, you got a stash? Um, the um, Zephyr will kind of wide-eyed look at you and, and blink. And and then, um, and then um, and then say, well, well, uh, we were actually looking for a place to hide our stash. He says this back to you in Aarakocra, and uh, that's we saw a ship kind of hanging out over here. We were trying to see if you were competition or if maybe we could like use the island that you adventurers helpfully cleared out. I mean, after we're done. By the way, this is all in Aarakocra. Obviously, but, yeah. So um, they're 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 warbling and tweeting at each other chirp, in front chirp, of chirpity yep. chirp. Uh, good. Well, when we're uh, dying, go ahead. So Vera's going to return with the mead, but uh-huh. then as soon as he offers the glasses to them, he's going to turn around and yell out, "All hands, the deck!" And the time crew. to empty out that cave. Yep, and the crew along with uh. Golto and um, oh gosh, I wrote down her name. I swear, Emlendra, come up. Golto will definitely go with the crew, um, but Emlendra is like, give out the warning that don't fill your pockets, fill the ship instead. You will get your payment after the job is done, kind of thing. I, I think they would know. Yeah, you yeah. say that, and you get dirty looks because you said that. <laughs> Yeah, they, like, the crew knows that it's not worth their fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Because we oh, okay. will not hesitate. But Crudex also, I, old man. Has old man old, he's an old man. He's been dealing with pricks all his life. So yep. he, what, what can you do? Yep. <laughs> That's also why he was like, oh, don't be like an elf. And Perry was like, I am an elf during last session. <laughs> oh yeah, with the <laughs> delicate sensibilities. Yeah. Yep. 
uh what was i saying i totally forgot i said oh yeah after the island after we're as done you, yeah yeah after we're done as you can see we aren't running anything at least i'm not yet she just smile we're not running anything yet yeah. well uh and then aurora the the blue icy blue and white um eric corker will kind of step forward and she'll be like well if you need a lead on anything have some stuff we saw around the merchant coast that might be interesting to you and your crew by all means i'm all ears and her her fox ears would fluff up well there's a couple things that you might have heard uh so there's this volan dude and he's looking for adventures to recover an artifact uh You'll see the in posting our- if you do show up in Torio. Uh, I don't know much detail beyond that. The other thing is apparently there's some kind of like cultist trying to run shit over there. But again, that's all I know. You know, they're not really interrupting the rum business, so we're fine. Cultists again. Okay. Well, you know, I appreciate it. This this is all all in like chirps and stuff, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate Heroine's it. As soon, <laughs> as soon as uh we clear out, as long as you keep your lips sealed, I'm sure our crew will keep our lips sealed. What was that? And then she'll say this in common. What was that your captain called you? Siren? Siren. Yes. Merwin just kind of twitches a little bit at that word, but it's he's getting better at it because, like, in 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 his mind, Calypso is the land siren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the land siren, land shark. Right, yeah, that's what I was yeah. Land shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call me the siren. Out of character. How well known was Calypso as uh, the siren? She- she went wherever her, her father's dragged her. They, they would call her the siren off ship. So. Got it. Yeah, because what I was kind of have been, ha, what I had been thinking is these guys are younger, so they probably would not have heard of you. Yeah. But, you know, the old might have heard of my, they might have heard of what my father's ran, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Well, that's about it. I mean, she isn't bringing that up, so. Right, right. Huh. So I take it you play music then. Mm-hmm. Sure do. And she'll kind of smile and uh and sort of pull out a small little flute that she has kind of tucked in on her necklace. Mm-hmm. And she'll say, Well, you ever wanna play a tune together? I'm sure after lugging all this we could all use a break after you stash. Oh, Perhaps oh, we of can course. join in on something. And I'm sure we can spare a bottle for in accord. I don't see why the captain would have an issue with that. Nope. Just nope. Nope. We'll end up <laughs> so yeah, the um they, you know, will like gesture their crew and say, you know, sort of, hey, let us let us go let our crew know what's going on. And Zephyr and Aurora will be in front with Talon heading up the rear and going sort of back across the little that they've rested across both ships 
so that they could, you know, come across and talk and go on. So uh, I will roll for the entirety of the Drake horde that you guys uncover, uh, but it is a lot. And uh, can I and, uh, steal Vidar for like two seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when everyone's busy and chillaxing and stashing and all that fun, goody, good stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm going to pull Captain to the side. Yep. Uh, so, Meathead. Got mm-hmm. a couple leads. Good. Uh, we've got cultists and, you know, another lolling looking for a relic. Interesting. Thought that one would pique your interest. Uh, can I do a history check to see if that sounds even remotely like I might know what the fuck is being talked about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, 21? Uh, so you know that there are a couple of wealthy Volan merchants, because it is the merchant coast that they live, you know, up up in that area. Um, on the world map, it is to the northwest of Kulas. You guys are kind of below the Fortress of Focals near the Sea of Harmea right now. Um, and so you would kind of go around up to Torio, and they call that the Merchant Coast, the big island kind of tropical place up there. Um, and yeah, so there's, you know, plenty of Volans that like live there because they're they're helping along the trade between the north and the south, yada, yada, yada. But um, yeah, you have heard that there are some artifacts that are being sought after, um, especially... Sorry, I'm trying to pull up. Especially things like Dropnir, which is the Ring of Odin. Right. Um, the You're not sure if that's what this guy says he's looking for that is somewhere in the Merchant Coast, or if it's some other artifact that they're looking after. But you have heard of, like, oh yeah, there are Valen merchants that kind of make their living spying and selling historical pieces like that and then finding like these these artifacts and sometimes they're even found for the church for the volunteer church. Well, that sounds like as good a type of job to work on as any mm-hmm. and and the other lead that calypso got was in the same area they're both like hey here's some leads because that's where the uh, air coker ship came from is torio and the merchant coast right Plus, we can also, you know, bank some of these funds instead of, you know, carrying them around on our ship the whole time. Uh, this particular meeting uh, for Prudex information is pulled to the side, Vidar and Calypso. And most of the interaction the Aarakocra had with Calypso was in Aarakocra, except for the last part about, hey, we should go celebrate or something. Oh, that was in Ballin, or in common. Merwin wandered off to go, you know, wash his blood off of his own face. Yep. And what do you do with the book? Oh, he's he's kept that on him. You don't have like a bookshelf where you, you put it away or anything? He'll probably keep hold of it for now because it's, you know, new. Okay. So that he can, you know, read it. That's what he's yeah, most yeah. Like, like likely to be found perusing. Okay, so yeah, the the crew is unloading, loading, unloading, emptying out this this horde. Um, 
the um does anyone else want to do anything while that's happening or should we just fast forward to that's done and then post game i will roll out everything and put it in a giant list for everybody because that'll be easier gar will turn to whoever's closest and uh i don't know who that would be uh maybe he'll turn to calypso if if she's nearby i have a, i have a silly question hmm. this is a this is a, a horde movie. And, and I mean, did did anyone say that it was a dragon sword? Or yeah, yeah, it was put like it was mentioned lately, and then we put two and two together, seeing the skeleton. So where's the dragon? It was the dead thing outside the cave. Yeah, yeah. Carl, uh, Calypso would point at the point at the, uh, the skull that's on the beach. Yep, got it. <laughs> that Mar that Marowyn spent several minutes poking. Uh, How big is that dragon like, skull? Could, could, I mean, is it like it's like I it could I could stand in it, right? It is it is a hefty piece of bone. It's pretty big. Technically, it is a drake skull, so it's a little smaller, but still pretty big. Uh, yeah, bleached big. white by the sun because it's been there for a while. Yeah, Calypso would uh, kind of chuckle in a dark, humorous way. The real question, Gar, is what killed it and left the treasure. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're on an island, right? Or are we on, like, a cove along the coast? It's an island. Right, right now, we're trying to get all the loot back on the ship while well, yeah, this is happening. Yeah, the, the loot's getting there. It, it, that'll just yeah, take the time. Crew, the crew is working on it. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a crew, and, we and you know, we're loading up the dinghy, rowing it back to the ship, unloading the dinghy. And so it can only take so much at a time. But it, it's it, it takes probably an hour to empty that out altogether. Not a problem at all. I've, it, everyone's excited to help because I mean, well, oh, yeah, money. <laughs> Only money. The it, literally, this is just straight up cash. This is like, yeah, we promised you a bunch of money, and now hey, we can pay. You're good on it. Um, and here it is. We're good for it. Yeah, I would say is. that this probably brings up the crew's morale level one or two notches. Um. So, yeah, imagine just like one shipmate going, Well, maybe we should go ahead and just steal their stuff. And they see the gold and go, Uh, no, but hey, boss, how's it going? Is Vidar still getting the alcohol or has he already come back? He's already come back from that. Yeah, okay. he already came back okay. with cups and stuff. I just want to like go over to Vidar and ask, Hey, boss man, like. Obviously, we're loading up the ship. What's our plan now? What with what Astrid did? Not really much that we can do, because we have no clue where she went. But all she wanted was that one thing. She got and it. And she said the rest of what was in there was ours. I get the distinct feeling that we will regret it if we don't at least keep a back burner idea on trying to find out where where she's going and what she wanted that for. Well, like I don't I don't want that kind of blood on my hands, you know? Right. It's like, so there's not not really that much that we can do. We can maybe reach out to the mage guild and see if they can help us figure out what's going on, but I mean yeah, that's that's all I'm saying is if there is an avenue that we can pursue, I think that we should. I feel like we have a little bit of a moral obligation to try to figure it out. 
as for where we're going next in general, uh, I'd like to chart a course. Do you know where we're going, Captain? We're going to head north to Torio. Okay. I'll get started on that then. You can at very least bank all of this, because uh, right after you walked away, we found a whole room just filled with gold. Oh, yeah. I, I got that vibe after uh, several dinghies full of gold uh, started showing up. Uh, nice work. The water seems a little bit closer to the surface now. <laughs> just a little bit. And then Perry's going to like wow. look at all the people who are on the ship and just absolutely introvert recluse themselves inside the navigator's quarters. <laughs> but also like we can maybe talk to these Aerocrocra and maybe make some trade. Yeah, you're not going to need me for that, though. That seems like something Calypso would be into doing. I thought you liked the coin. I like coin, but I'm not a very good convinced talker i i'm not good at that part and then they go <laughs> and they leave yep uh is it possible that i can uh have the assistance of my golem and while the gold is coming in we're taking a moment to actually separate it from like i like jars swords you know items of interest basically oh, yeah. you guys can be like in the lower decks like sorting it and stuff i'm just I yeah. don't, you know, when it comes to, like, loot and stuff, I like to give you guys goodies, but not, like, go through the minutia of, like, hey, here's all this stuff, you know? It doesn't need yeah, to be just, immediately. Just the sake of the, yeah, just the sake of the Reverly, like, the crew duck literally goes on board and literally goes, um... This goes here, I'm this literally goes there, guiding the weapons go I'm there. guiding the horde to the, to the lower decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And getting, yeah. And getting, uh, and getting weird looks. About it as well, so. <laughs> well, Prudex getting the weird looks because he's saying crap that didn't need being said. They're like, "What?" Well, first, he thinks that we're stealing. Then, or so. Um, I think I'm gonna need Calypso to make a charisma check to uh, buoy the the spirits of the crew to make sure that they actually like gain loyalty and they don't lose or stay the same. The part the. Party with the bird dudes would help so, in that, yeah. Yeah. So am I am I just doing a charisma save or am I doing a like a performance? What am I what am I doing? Depends on how you want to do it. Um like you notice that like at first you think that the, the, the gaining of all this gold and getting the crew paid should gain you favor, right? But like Critic said something. You may not have heard him say it, or you may have. And now he's, like, organizing things, which is fine, but you're not exactly sure how he's doing it, because it does not seem to be engendering, like, entirely um, positive things. The crew are sus about the dwarf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't blame him. All right, so. You do it to yourself, Grandpa. You do it to yourself. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. She'd probably walk over and... The persuasion check, sorry. Oh, persuasion? Yeah. I was going to perform, but okay. Uh, So, persuasion check. 25. Woo! You're good. The DC was only like 15. <laughs> All right, cool bet. Uh, yeah. 
she would make she'd crack a few jokes saying i don't listen to the old man you guys are gonna be drowning your pockets here shortly your captain would never dream of you know dishonoring you at such a gallant crew or whatever you know yeah, yeah just talking yeah. them up talking them up and just just making him like oh yeah, yeah he's just he's just organizing things it's fine don't don't worry about it yeah um yeah because i forgot i also have a i think i have silver one yeah i do yeah yeah yeah. if yeah, you had yeah. failed that you could have cast a spell <laughs> yep yep um so she'll do that and then that's when she'll encourage um what was it the eric Cobra aurora to do a little song with her okay so She'll she'll play some tunes with you, no problem, as they're kind of talking about, you know, what it's like to be running rum and they're 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 a smallish crew. They just kind of started doing this recently, but they've been making, you know, making some good trips and they haven't really been they've been flying under the radar for the most part. They haven't been annoyed or harassed by any Imperials or Imperial sympathizers. Right. So uh, uh Yeah. So to um to because they gave a lead she would also make mention because they did pass that imperial was it like a fort on the way here the fortress of focals is to the north of you yeah yeah so she would make sure to remind them of that if they hadn't taken notice oh yeah they definitely they definitely they're like yeah no that's we don't go there. We don't go near there because that's where the taxes they take go to. And all they do is they train they more soldiers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she goes on an anti-war rant if you do remind her about that. <laughs> pat, pat. Yeah. All right. So we'll just keep the morale of the crew up. Mm-hmm. All right. So, like I said, we'll we'll do some. I will say, just for reference, everybody will get some magic goodies out of this. And some mundane goodies as well. Um, the ship is loaded full with stuff. Uh, Perry, go ahead and make me a survival check. All right. As you're kind of making the map. Um, a 19. Okay. So you're able to plot a course. Um, it's going to be like a couple weeks, though. Okay. Because it's, it's, you're going from like near the one continent to up near to the next continent. I think if- uh, with Perry being alone finally inside the navigator's quarters yep. and going through and making the map, I, th- I do think that like maybe part, part of the way through they kind of like take an opportunity to like finally take off their bandages okay. and take a look at what actually freaking happened um and as as they're looking at their arms um Gar didn't get to see fully before but there was basically just like these these this faint like lines like almost like crackling lines of light and darkness on each arm and that's sort of what they've known since they were a kid like it, it, it always sort of looked like that um, but their parents always told them to hide it. But now it's almost like there are some sort of like it, it's almost like runes or like magic or like music symbols almost like it's reminiscent of the Lords of the Dance 
uh, at the Lords of the Deep, mm-hmm. and they're dancing. And um, the, the one is still completely in, encased in light, and the other one's encased in darkness. And it was really faint before, but it, now that it's getting, um, now that their powers are coming to them, you know, with all the crazy things that just happened earlier, they, they notice that it's much brighter. And so, like, as they're taking this short rest and regaining their key points and their power, like, they, they're noticing that it's way more than before, to the point where you, the bandages aren't even covering it fully anymore. Like, you can tell that one is taking in light and the other one is putting out light the next time that you see them come out with their bandages again. Very nice. Spooky. Makes me worried for Perry. I'm working uh, Gar, Gar has uh, been playing with uh, a globe of water uh, during his long, during his shorter long rest. He just will whip his hand out and pull out, and he'll just be t- slowly tossing this globe of water back and forth in his hand. And as you're tossing the globe of water, uh, sometimes you see like Sharky Boy, the little floaty Sharky thing that sometimes appears in your vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems to sort of pop up behind it, and you can kind of see him teeth and smile and, like, try to swim into the globe, but he's incorporeal, so he can't quite do it. It's like, he wants to get wet, but he can't. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Shark, Ghost Shark, his name is now Sharky Boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, man. Uh, at the end of the day, well, uh, who who would be up on top of the deck? at the end of the day, like right after a meal. Um, well, once you guys have all loaded all the stuff and everything, I w- I'm sure it's all the officers and a couple of the Aarakocra who have brought over a bottle of rum to share. Oh, right. Uh, they're, they're, they're still formal the way, people on the on the ship. He, uh, the guy won't push his luck there with that. By the way, any food Merwin makes, Gar, because like, he, he's, he's noticing like the changes and the stuff now. Gar's food is going to be a bit more gritty because it's got got extra um, vitamins for growing yes. boys. Yes, it's got crushed oyster shells in it. Uh, it's Gar going <laughs> notice. <laughs> uh, he probably notices like what what uh what kind of he'll turn to Mara and was like what kind of spices or or seasonings did you get? I think they need to be ground up a bit finer. That's as fine as you're getting oyster shell ground up. What? Oyster I've shell? Never, I've never heard of that. I mean, we don't always have, you know, the, he, he points to his teeth. They're not always this sharp. Uh, before puberty, they're, they're, they're like a lot more flat. We're able to grind up the oyster shells ourselves, but you have the wrong teeth. <laughs> At this point, Perry just switches plates with Gar. <laughs> Perry's, Perry's stuff also is gritty, because god damn it. <laughs> Perry is, is a sea elf. <laughs> and you give me the full like, oyster shells. <laughs> Be like, you have the right teeth. You need to do you need to chew your oyster shells. <laughs> Perry's probably to the got, you know, his 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 sharp teeth in now. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? So, like, 
oyster shell, I think, is just like part of their diet. You know, their their food just has grit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he'll take a uh, Gar Gar will kind of take a long stare at Perry. Uh, he and he will uh, have gone down to the uh to the kitchen, and uh, he he will. Come back and you, Marilyn, hand me the oyster shells, please. Where are the oyster shells? <laughs> he'll come back. He'll he'll go down to the to the to the kitchen and come back with a mortar and pestle. I mean, he's you know, like he's grind like, it into like, powder. Yeah, <laughs> Marilyn's already ground it into like powder. It's just kind of like you know how sometimes the salt or like pepper crystals are like too big. Yeah, yeah. He'll keep trying. I was gonna go in again. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and by the way, everyone else's food does not have ground oyster shells in it. Marilyn just makes the elves. Just the yeah. elves. Yeah, because it's like they they don't need it. You know, Marilyn's thought process is Gar Gar is still growing because he's he's only forty, and then he's going through apparently some fishy changes. So extra fish stuff. Yes. <laughs> and um, so I needed this stuff to grow. Yeah, go, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to go oh, off there. Good. So I I needed this stuff to grow, and he's only forty, so like he's still going through puberty. And Marilyn's mind is I thought Perry would have been mostly done with the puberty, but maybe <laughs> um because because the glowy changey shit. It's not related to puberty, Marowyn. You could just ask. <laughs> like, well, you haven't been wanting to talk about shit, so that's fair. Oh. You've been very antisocial. And by the way, I am sorry I said some shit that I may not have. We don't have to talk about this at dinner. To be said. No, <laughs> we don't have to talk about this at dinner. <laughs> I mean, we got company. We we can play today. But yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna go look. He's gonna go look, looking through the uh, uh, wherever and find Marilyn's uh, uh, oyster, and he's by gonna. The way, do, by the way, it um, do a, a second pass through the uh, uh, kitchen. The kitchen looks like absolute chaos constantly, but like if you move shit, Marilyn gets pissed. <laughs> I, I, mean, I believe it. I'm helping you in the kitchen. Uh, I think I've kind of figured out your 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 uh, your organization pattern, even though it does look like chaos. Uh, but yeah, he will grab the 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 powdered oyster and run it through a second uh, grind. Uh, and Mar Mar was just like, "All right, that's going to be your task now because you can get it even softer." Yes, yes. Though, though, uh, I will admit, I I have never had oyster in my food before. Marilyn just kind of shrugs. I mean, look, look I, I, don't, I don't really know what kind of elf you are, but not you, elf. But he looks like he's changing into one, sort of, maybe. I think he's just getting well, magic. Like, what? <laughs> <sighs> I thought you were just getting magic. Like, that, you know, like, people just get magical abilities, like, my Renny Elior was always doing magic things. Like, you were playing with the water, and it... Um, 
But yeah, uh, you can see now, like, like you can see Gar. Gar has he he he, he has he, he's only in breaches now. While he was working with the Holland the Gold, and you can see that he's got this, uh, like the scars on his body have now kind of shifted a bit. It's like subtle, but since you've been seeing Gar do stuff, you you catch it just right, and he's got um uh his scars. Now you now realize are in the shape of a a, a shark, Ooh. and they're kind of this raised red kind of scarification of a of a shark uh, on his body, and it kind of wraps around his torso. Or, uh, yeah, wraps around his torso, and it looks like it's like reaching out to bite his arm, where you still see the two teeth marks, the half moon of teeth marks on his on his arm. But yeah, I uh, yeah. That is Gar, and yeah, when it, whenever there's free time, he's playing with the global water. And uh, oh wait, I gotta do that. Uh, yeah, I just thought of it right now. It doesn't have to be like during, but. Uh, Marilyn's thought process is like magic, puberty, same fucking difference. He's only forty. <laughs> we got uh, that that needs to be a quote. Magic, no one's puberty, gonna change same fucking mind. difference. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, got it, Marowin. Nothing's gonna change your mind. I got it. I got do it. we have any animals on board? Oh, we, we got chickens and horse. And... We have a calypso. We have a vidar. We have a calypso. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's up to the GM. Um. Uh. Yeah. If you're I in the kitchen a, and I did three you... on my on okay. my die roll. So yeah, the um. <clears throat> you come back, you know, you're you're been moving stuff and um Merwin, make me a uh perception check. Alright. What did he do? It's it's part of his class feature okay. thing that we kind of did. Oh yeah, it's That's a feed I, a feed I took. Ooh, not bad. Twenty one. Oh yeah. The That's the bad. animals are staying far away from Gar. Oh, my yeah, all, all, all of the chickens ran away. Gar. <laughs> yeah, all the chickens ran away. Gar. If you sent Gar to like. Didn't really notice. Who didn't oh, notice? No, he noticed. He noticed. He's like, okay. oh, uh, he, he's confused by it, but he noticed. I, I, I went out. I went in on this perception check. Okay. Oh God, I rolled so bad. Um, an <laughs> eight. Never mind. I'm still upset about. Well, no, no, Perry, Perry wouldn't necessarily had go in the kitchen a whole area a whole lot. It's yeah, true. It's true. It's true. Me, 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 and me and Mary are the ones working with the near the livestock while we're cooking dinner and such. So, um, so Mary was just like, um, I don't think the chickens like you anymore. So, uh, don't don't go near. They might try to peck you. Yeah, I noticed that. That's weird. Okay. Uh, that is weird. Hmm. I forget how long we, we did it for. Uh, 24 hours. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like that better than the original wording of the, the feat, because the original one had it for, like, until the next time, and it was like, well, that seems like a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, Gar, Gar's, whenever Gar has free time, he's, he's, he's uh, playing with the global water. He's got you have got shape water as a as a cantrip right now. Yep. Ooh. Uh, Marilyn, 
so not only are the chickens avoiding Gar, but you faintly hear some, like, sword clinging on the deck of the ship. That's that's definitely going to draw my attention. Are, are you being subtle at all, or are you just going straight up and seeing what the fuck's going on? No, no, no subtlety. Why is, why is there metal clinging, and why am I not part of it? It appears that Calypso and one of the Aarakocra are rapier fighting, practicing on one edge of the ship, kind of away from everybody else. He's he's definitely going to at least like go go sit and sit nearby because like he's he's kind of self figuring out how to you know with the sword. Yep. But he's still not necessarily like comfortable. Using it because, like, he, basically, he can slash and stab, and that's like it. Yep. Let's see. Would Calypso notice that she had an audience? I mean, she's a bard. She's used to performing. That's true. <laughs> she's a bit of a, a ham in that regard, I guess. So, yeah. Um. Everyone has served dinner, and then, you know, hey, why are these guys running away from you? Hey, what's that noise? You know, because yeah, yeah, very high on that perception check so i was like oh yeah uh, if anyone uh, pays attention calypso is actually not eating so marowin doesn't like that she's in a mood the only food he he's he's put ground oyster shells in is his own and perry's and gars everybody else's oh, yeah. food is fine yeah yeah so no, like she's basically just a Basically, he he makes like you know big portion for crew, and like everyone else, and then there's like a smaller portion that got ground up oyster shell in it. Okay. Yeah, she's just I'm angry. I can't eat right now because I'm angry. So she's still getting her frustration out. So I think it was Zephyr that's training with her, right? Yeah, Zephyr. Zephyr is the 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 he's and he moves fast, man. He's he's moving his arm fast and stuff. Toria, I was just about to ask, how much supplies did you guys load initially on the ship when we when we first got on? Because uh, that will depend on if you need to resupply or not. That's all. I think that's right. It probably would have been at least a month worth. Okay. Yeah. So. So yeah, definitely have enough to travel to Torio. Um, once you unload the loot, the rum runners will, um, will um, you know, um, label, label and hide their stuff. Yeah? I want to try to shoot the shit with the crew. The, reg- <laughs> the, the regular crew? <laughs> yeah, the crew on the ship. The ones, the ones who are sorry. sus of him! Yeah, I'm sorry. I just thought of the meme. Hello, my fellow gamers. I just, oh, God. <laughs> I gotta make that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, they're all like workmen and different ages and all sorts of things. So yeah, I mean, you can go hang out with the crew, sure. Then be like, uh, why do you want to hang out with us? You know, officers hang out with officers. Oh yeah. Why the fuck not? Besides, I hear you guys have better stories than us. No. Okay, but but out of character from a fucking sailor. I don't want an officer anywhere fucking near me. Facts. I was enlisted. An officer is in my space. I am freaking the fuck out and running. It's like, what did I do? This is a trap. 
<laughs> yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, Marilyn. Yes. During the battle, you would hear some pretty, like, she'd be joking with uh, Zephyr doing, like, corny pirate phrases, like, Vasky landlubbers, get off me ship, you know, just doing stupid shit like that. And Marilyn's definitely giggling, although he doesn't know why the fuck he's laughing at this. Well, you could tell, the, the tone, you can tell that the, yeah. there's humor. Yeah, and Zephyr will totally, like, make jokes back. And, like, and, like all these terms are new to him. Well, uh, another thing is, this is the first time you're actually seeing Clipso with a weapon. That, too. And she's swinging from, like, some of the ropes and stuff, too. Like, she's done it before, so. Yeah, Marilyn, I guess, probably takes a seat on the on the railing and just watches. And at yeah. some point. Uh, she'd chuck something at him to to distract him, and he'd probably be like, "That's cheating," and she'll be like, eh, "Pirate," you know, all the jokes. Yeah, this is still technically the same day, same evening. That's why I was like, that's why we were we were mentioning that to Krudak. It's like, wait, what? First, you insinuate that they're stealing stuff, then Calypso has to come calm things down, and then you want to shoot the breeze with them. That's why they're sus. It's the same day. Hours later, sure, but it's the same day. If that had happened to you with someone else the same day, I don't know if you'd want to hang out with them. Like, wait, what? But, like, also, um, enlisted versus officer, like, they're yeah, going to be trying to, like, get you out of their space. They'll be like, uh, do you need help, Boatswain? Do you need us to do something? Uh, well, to tell you the truth, I'm just getting too old just to do all this crap. No offense. But, yeah, I just really hate myself for what I am, because, trust me, I've been there. Uh, you know, That's like, why I wanted to come by, that's why I want to swing by and stuff. Plus, also, pulls out a small, he pulls out his dwarven kegger. I need to at least drink half of this stuff, and this is dwarven hooch. was wondering if you guys were whirling just to, show, just to chug, it, chug it down with me. Um, you you might get one or two people who like will share, but they won't really like hang out too much. You know, this is a classic case of like, hey, I want to talk, but you're you're barking up the wrong tree a little bit, you know. And I get it, out of character, you're trying to find people to like RP and tell your backstory to. <laughs> yeah, would have been a little bit better with like the blacksmith. We did some of that there, but like, yeah, the the crew here is kind of. Kind of like, yeah, they'll listen, they'll hang out, but they definitely don't have insight. Most of them are young. Um, you know, they'll tell you, hey, you know, yeah, you don't. Some of them may even recommend, hey, you know, my dad or my uncle was dealing with some stuff like that back in the big city. And, uh, you know, we talked to, you know, they have like, oh yeah, the, the, the mage council in Kulas is like really awesome. They have... All sorts of people to help. So, like, if you just need like somebody to talk to, man, they're they're really good. Mm. I mean, it sounds like you've been through a lot of shit. And um, no offense, Mister Boatswain, sir, but like, we're, we don't want to get a Bad. shovel and dig dig the shit next to you. We kind of just want to like do our thing. But like, uh, you might want to find someone who uh, who can, you know digging the shit with you. Why don't you talk to your friends? I mean, the other officers should listen, no? Ah, uh, tried that. Not that many people want to pay attention to this old man. I mean, 
And then again, then again, I have tried offering, but nothing really, really happened. So I just let it be. Yeah. Well, again, we did all meet up in a bar, then all of a sudden we can't. All of a sudden we can't even stop looking at each other. Like, wait, is this suspicious? Is this suspicious? Kind of, kind of <laughs> kills the mood some days. Uh, but it's all I good. mean, that sounds like adventurers. Like adventurers just kind of do that but like i mean the elves seem to be friends right they're friends and then the like the like the um the other people all kind of talk and hang out the the fox one like hangs out with the tall one and like you know maybe you don't need to like go up to people and like dump your trauma out maybe you just need to go and say hi i'm krudak let's go do something you know yeah that's why i'm here right now but that's all good yeah, but like, why why don't you go like talk to the tall one? He seems to listen to you. Uh, sure, but I'll go ahead and give that a try. I mean, uh, he's anyway. got like that awesome shark scar. I mean, I want to ask him about that, but like, maybe you can ask him about that, and he'll tell you the story. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, first show interest anyway. in other people before they expect you to like bear trauma and stuff, you know. Like, I'm not going to tell you about all this other stuff that's been going on unless you offer something of yourself first, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. Eh. Regardless, anyways, thank you for listening to this old man. Then don't worry about me being a fucking snitch. It's not going to happen. Well, I'm I kind of figured different. that out when uh, when the first mate was, uh, was uh, having to assure people that you didn't think we were stealing. Yeah, which, which man? Again, if you hung, sorry, if you hung around people who did that sort of shit, either they were desperate for some reason, or um, there was something else going on. Cause like, no one steals just. Nah, I just no, nah, I just hanged out with the king of the dwarves. Just local politics and stuff really fucks you up when you're young. His eyes will go wide and be like, "You, but you're not an imperial anymore. But what are you doing here? Oh God." And he will run the fuck away. Every time. Now, now, now they think Krudak's a dwarven spy. So yeah, uh, Krudak is now alone um, underneath the, the I'm gonna go ahead and the ship. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and just pick up myself and just like, was it just that one dude that bolted out, or did it, the entire uh, like three to four people? everyone took a large step back at the very least. The the three or four people that were hanging out to drink, like, took their drink and then were like, hey, I gotta go do a thing. This was the one dude that was, like, sticking around and talking to you. And uh, then you mentioned I was gonna King say, of the Dwarves, Imperial like, Dwarf. Sorry. I was then, gonna go ahead while he was running out and was like, I was! Seriously, you need a lift? Ah, he's too far away. Damn it. <laughs> yep. Kind of... <laughs> Like, wait, 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 you're getting ahead Getting ahead of yourself, yep. And yep. Yep. Gone. Um would I have the idea of what what dude he was talking about? The tall dude? There's only he... one tall dude on the ship, and that's Gar. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and proceed just to go ahead and just go walking straight to Gar. Uh, you'll see, you'll see Gar, uh, he has, would it be a jar or a bag? What do you got? He's got a, he's got, he's got the, 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 the jar of oyster, 
powder. He's got mortar and pestle. And he's got a separate pile of oyster powder. And he's currently cooking a meal. And he sees if he sees Krudak walk up, he'll be like, Krudak, you got a moment? Uh, sure, do you? Yeah, here, hold what on. What is this stuff, anyways? Hold on, I want you to try it, I want you to try it. And so he will take some of the, the, the stuff he has re, 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 uh, run through the mortar and pestle a second time. Sprinkle it on whatever he cooked. Uh, will be something simple, we'll say rice. He'll cook, he'll cook some rice, and then he will mix in the, the, uh, the... The oyster powder. Powder, oyster <laughs> gel. Oh, yeah, it would become gummy, wouldn't it? Oh, oh no. He will hand it to to Krudak. He's like, what does this taste like to you? <laughs> he, he tries to put a spoon in it, and you know how when you have thick oatmeal and you leave it in too long, it yeah. like just congeal <laughs> to the spoon? Yeah, he's probably gonna go ahead and try try doing that, and he can't lift the spoon up, and he picks the entire thing up and goes, maybe a little thick. Huh. Maybe just a little thick on that. It's okay. Try again. Marowyn's gonna come back in from whatever, I guess. If you know they're if they're supposed to be cooking, just like look at it and frown. Like, uh, maybe that's why it's not powdered down so much. What? The the oyster shell. Well, I ran it through the pestle again. Well, yeah, but, like, it looks like it thickened. So, like, maybe uh, maybe that's what's that... not supposed to be a fine powder. Uh, I'm, try- I'm trying to make this more palatable. I don't know if I'm gonna get the same kind of dietary needs as a sea elf. I mean, I, I will admit, even I know the Weird shit's happening to me. Uh, but that's kind of why I'm here. I'm trying to figure it out. Mer- uh, just kind of shrugs and is like, um, you, you realize I only put the oyster shell in yours, mine, and Perry's food, yeah? Oh, yeah. He probably, I don't know if they uh-huh. did. Uh, n- no? It's like, yeah, no, everyone else's food doesn't have it. You know, they're, they're not the right species. Zagar, do you mind if I take some of this white white liquid powder? I don't know what this is right here, but can I take some of that with me? Apparently, it's, it's very oyster, consistent. It's oyster shell, and I reground it so it was kind of more homogenous and not uh, gritty. All right. I'm going to take like, at least a bag, a bag of that. It's good for your bones. I don't know what's yours, dwarf. Just slide it off onto a, a little piece of paper and kind of roll it up for you. It's basically just powdered Tums at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, it, yeah. It's calcium carbonate. Quite literally, just for lulls and stuff, I take the thing and I take the spoon and I manage to pull off the spoon, but it's still, it has the bowl shape of the whatever you were making. Just on it, and then I try to Christ. see if it could stick to the wall. <laughs> uh, plaster, plaster. Yeah, it'd be that moment. Where I'm like, hmm. you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and keep a hold on to that. What did you mix that with again? That was rice that I cooked. Probably not the best cooking. I know you can work on it, but I would say use a little less next time. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right. Anyways. 
uh, when you get done over here, um, just come see me. I want to have a conversation with you. You're more than welcome to join Merwin. You're more than welcome to join Merwin if you want. Merwin's going to hand Krudak a rag and be like, clean it off my wall. <laughs> Krudak just literally plops it off the wall, and it's still in the form of the bowl, and ends up <laughs> going... And looking at the looking at the other cooks and saying, "Do you still want the spoon, or is it right if I throw it out?" The other cook is I'll, Gar, by the way. I'll, I'll, I'll take the I'll take the I'll just I mean, take the whole thing. Like, I can clean it. It's fine. Merwin and Gar are probably the two main ones. Probably be at least two or three others. Oh yeah, that's true. Help. Kitchen hands, kitchen hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gar, Gar will just take it from. I was like, I'd clean it. It's no big deal. Uh, I'm just trying to get okay. some, so I don't have. I'm not a huge fan of sand in my food. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Maris, I, I understand that one completely. But it's not sand. That's a totally different grit. Oh uh, yeah, it's true, <laughs> but it's still bad for you. Did we bring any goats with us? Oyster, uh, oysters. I don't think we did. Too. I thought oh. we might have. We said livestock. We didn't say which livestock. We knew there were at least chickens, though. Uh, at least chickens. If we have any goats, then we have access to milk. Think you might know where I'm going with this. Yeah. And literally make grits. Mix sugar and milk and this powder stuff and make your own protein shakes. Oh, oh that's even better. Ooh. And then it's sweet, too. And adds calories that I'm sure Gar burns a lot of. <laughs> He's a big boy. I have a question. Are there ores on this ship? Oh, yeah. There can be. But we the also ores. retract them because we have sails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can imagine, like, Gar, like, sitting in, like, the ore room with, like, single long oars. Just single-handedly rowing the boat. Working out. And getting a workout in the process. Doing literal rows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just generally going to tell them about the story of how <laughs> how I met my wife. Basically. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, remember the crewman directed you to ask Gar for something first, because it's it's again it is it is the here trauma dump thing that is that is a. Uh, not common and confusing for people. So that's why he was saying, hey, you know, if you need people to talk to, there are counselors, there are people. And also you can go talk to your friends and just like ask them questions first and they will then ask you questions, you know, not like, hey, here's my here's my backstory kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So that was his suggestion. Uh, you do not have to take his suggestion, but that was his suggestion when he said to go to. So I'm just trying to see if um if you were paying attention earlier when I said that. Yeah, yeah. He said, go talk to big guy and ask him how he got his scars or something, you know, but Kredak does not have to listen. We had that. Ironically enough, we had that conversation in the first session zero. So. (laughs) Yeah, session zero, sure, but not like in game. So. Yeah. You know, anyway. Yes. um, So during the trauma dump, um, Calypso would sneak down, realize something's going on, sneak by everyone, steal some fruit, and make her way out of the kitchen. Okay. But yeah, so, uh... Well, what we didn't we'll quite do... have the trauma... Sorry. We didn't quite have a trauma dump in the kitchen. We just had, like, a kitchen uh, kitchen file, I believe it was, and discovery yep. of plaster with rice. 
Yeah. Then Marowyn got mad that they dirtied his kitchen. It was a whole thing. But I could totally see Calypso sneaking in, grabbing some fruit, and dipping. Um, so, yeah. So what we'll do in the next session is we'll go through some of the voyage. Uh, and then, then we'll get to Torio, because there will there will be lots of roles for two weeks of sailing. Sounds good to me. Um, at some point, uh, uh, and we can do this offline, or we can do it at the beginning of the next session. Uh, Perry does want to talk to Calypso about some stuff. Oh, especially yeah. <laughs> defeated the elemental and the hag discovered the dragon's treasure and managed to load it onto the ship and plot a course for Torio to the north well that is where we will be heading next time to Torio to the merchant coast and north towards Vala Thank you for listening to the Strax It All podcast. We appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us for this session of D&D Live Play. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please support us by giving us a like, follow, share on all platforms. Make sure you're uh, leaving us a review on iTunes or Spotify um, or Stitcher or however you get your podcasts. The show notes will contain the social media links for how you can find any of us involved with the podcast and we would appreciate if you like us to follow along with those things as well we hope to get on a regular schedule so that this podcast will post every couple weeks thank you and join us next time for more adventures in the undying isle